With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Music, please. It's Friday, and you know it's not just Friday here into the night on No Filter Network with yours truly, Tony Bruno, Miss Robin in the house, Luigi's standing by in the green room. It's really a red room because it's red October, suckers. You want a piece of me? Come at me, bro. Come at me, Arizona Diamondbacks. You even lift? (laughs) We're going to have fun tonight. We're going to have good times, bad times, fun times, rag time. You don't remember that movie back. You remember Ragtime, that movie, Robin? I do. It was fantastic. I love that movie. It had nothing to do with menstrual cycles. I mean, back then, we didn't talk about right, you know, men and women and who had a period and men have, have this and women have that. The bottom line is this, ladies and gentlemen. It's Friday the 13th. 
and you have triskaidekaphobia, no, that's not a new gender. That's the fear of the number 13. Robin, it's one of the worst horror movie franchise theme songs. But then again, it's also apropos for what's happened in the world this week. Not in the world of sports, because sports is our, it's our getaway from the reality of the real world with wars and terrorism. And, and that's the good news. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Friday the 13th. Another one of those movie franchises that's had how many reboots? One million yeah. reboots. I, I think uh, now is now Freddy Krueger had a bunch of reboots, right? Friday the 13th with Jason Voorhees, which right. is right over the bridge, the Ben Franklin Bridge. I think in Halloween Voorhees. had more than the Friday yeah, the 13th. Halloween keeps coming back, yeah. even though the dude gets killed a million times. Well, How wasn't he dead in the original movie already? Yeah, they always die, but they come back to Earth. They come back to life. And the good thing about the uh, the Halloween movies, this hey, is, wait, so just real quick, this is the only part that's scary of this of this opening music. The... Yeah, that's that's what made it legendary. But the Halloween franchise, you know, it keeps Jamie Lee Curtis active because she's been in every one of them, right? Yeah. If it wasn't for Halloween, what would Jamie Lee Curtis be doing now? I mean, her best role, in my opinion was in uh, True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, that Remember that movie? Good. Well, also, um, what was the sw uh, swapping, switch, switching places, trading trading places? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Swapping places. <laughs> what are you talking about? We talked about this <laughs> villages last week with the Viagra update. Come on. <laughs> I got my uh, my verbs mixed up. Yeah, I mean, she was in a lot. Fish call Wanda. But, you know, as, as most of us, and we all eventually will age, Jamie Lee Curtis, yours truly, Many other people who can't afford or don't want expensive plastic surgery, you know, getting your Botox where your face looks like it's frozen. Not the good frozen in the movie from Disney. I think the last movie Disney made that wasn't woke. Am I right about that? Frozen wasn't woke, was no, it? No, no. Um, <laughs> although the snowman could have been gay. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. No. Although he could, you know, if they had stuck the carrot down there, or no, if they had made a vagina down there on the snowman, because do we know the sex of the snowman? Tony, it melted. Well, I'm saying, but did it melt? <laughs> melt, melted off. <laughs> Whatever they, it had. But did, it was the tramp. Wait, wait. When the snowman was first made, because you know, when we made snowmen, when we lived in the north, people who lived in cold climates, we got excited for snow, and you'd go out and make the first snowman, and then you have to make sure you got a carrot, right? Yeah. You got what else? You got buttons. Uh, you got the carrot, you got the hat. You the got hat, sticks, you had to have the hat. Sticks for the hands. Yes. You had... Uh, what do you, how do you make a female, though? Did you have to put, like, a little uh, slit down there? I mean, what do you do on a female snow person? No, you just get some moss, and you just put a little... Oh! <laughs> what happens if the snowman... You know, strip. what if the snowman, you know, had a Brazilian? Can you put a little strip of yeah, grass just, down just, there? just a little landing strip. <laughs> I mean, with moss, you can actually you can you can put a design on there. You can like make a little heart. You, like, you can make you a little like design with that. Speaking of guys who was outside bitching about everything, let's bring in our friend, the great Luigi Curto, live in Philadelphia. We're at this hour. Uh, I believe uh, there's peace and tranquility, even though we had another violent night. Even though the Phillies clinched the National League Division Series. You thought there would be, you know, a lot of fun in Philly, and there was for the fans and people watching it on TV. A great series. Philly's going for the second consecutive year. 
to the NL Championship Series, but we had cops shot at the airport. You had a Brinks guy at, in, in South Philly to the, at the Bank of America where we used to go down there on Columbus Boulevard get shot. And so the, the problems still continue in Philly, but at least the sports teams are bringing us all together, Luigi. Yeah, in, in the same place where all these crimes are happening. <laughs> it's hilarious. Don't you? I mean, things are so bad in Philly, people can't even leave without getting shot. You try to go to the airport now and it's not safe. Right. You trying to quit us? <laughs> Get your ass back here, bro. Quit you. But anyway, John from Mayfair's checking out, giving you a shout out, Luigi, as you know, yep. being a Mayfair guy for many, yep. many, many years. What up to all my dogs, man? Exactly right. And out of boy Phillies. How about now, Luigi? I know I don't want people to come at you tonight. Because we do remember on the show, people don't forget when you said I, that this I, Phillies team was not good. I openly I said as of right now, the team's not good. I openly ate crow the last the other week. Remember, remember I told you I had some crow, I had the chimichurri on top, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, what do you have with crow? What do you pair when you're eating crow? Is that like well, a nice Chianti? It depends on how you prepare, Tony. Right. You know what I mean? If it's, if it's roasted, you want to accent the, the, the natural oils and flavor of the crow. So now, can you blacken crow? I mean, they're already black, so you don't have to blacken it. I want you to pull the feathers out. Cajun right? crow? Cajun crow. Cajun crow. Instead of nice. caw, they say, hey. <laughs> Not Jim crow. No, that would be bad. Not the no. black crows. Those are no, good no, crows. no. Those and then are, isn't there an crows. alcohol that's a good crow? What's the one that's a good? Rock crow? and Reese says that you know you already had the crow. You should now have humble pie for dessert. Exactly right. Humble man. pie. No, yeah. Not, not, not Cheryl either. Crow. No, not <laughs> Cheryl Crow. <laughs> you don't need humble pie. No, I, I don't need humble pie. I don't need humble pie. <laughs> anyway, not the we're going to try to have fun in a world that's crazy. Although not later on crow. in the show. I've been doing a lot of research. And, you know, when you're old like I am, Wait, we remember back. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hold on, Tony. Real fast. Before you go further into your depths of your mind, yes. I do want to remember, for, for me, eating crow, I would like some sort of acknowledgement. This is why I don't eat humble pie. I did say that the Diamondbacks would knock off the Dodgers with no problem. Yes, absolutely. That, that happened. So does that, that make up for you saying that the Phillies had no chance? In my eyes, yes. In the fans' eyes, no. <laughs> it's never the way it's going to go. But. It's a difference of opinion. Exactly. But here's the thing about the Phillies. I mean, obviously, last year they made the run. They got in as well. And now, guess what happened? Today, now that the dust has settled and we have the final four teams playing for a chance to go to the World Series, you've got the crybabies in New York. Well, New York had nothing to cry about. Both of nothing. the teams were supposed to be good. The Yankees and the Mets sucked on ice, stunk well, on ice. So they're not complaining this year because last year when the Yankees made it, they actually made it past the first round. But yeah. this year you had the hundred win, yeah, you had the hundred win uh, Baltimore Orioles, hundred and four. You had the Braves who won hundred and four. You had the Dollar Dodgers who won hundred games, all eliminated. And now you know what the complaint is? You know we're going to have to change this format well, because it's not fair to the teams that play an entire season. And listen, I get it. If you're in a city that your team won hundred plus games and then you get eliminated. Now they're complaining that the five days off waiting for the wild cards to be decided is too long. And so teams like the Dodgers and the Braves who were able to rip the cover off the baseball all year long, all of a sudden with five days off, oh, by the way, at a time when a lot of guys are banged up and could use some rest. Exactly. Come up with the excuses of, you know, we had to wait five days. And now now Baltimore Baltimore is going to have to be stuck with the Ravens for the rest of the winter. Look, the... uh... Is there something to about repetition with baseball players? Things that, of course, pitchers are on a, a schedule. 
et cetera, et cetera. The thing is, though, is that, you know, you can grab a bat and go in a freaking cage and hit some balls, right? You, exactly. can throw simu- you can throw simulated innings and get your pitch, get, you know, keep your arm warm going into it. And while you're allowing the rest of your teammates who are banged up, and there's no one at this point in the season who's not banged up to get healthy as you go along. And not to mention the fact that if you're that type of a team of a caliber of a 104-win team, there is zero excuse that you lose to a wild exactly. card team. Exactly. Zero excuse. Exactly. And here's the thing about baseball. Listen, you know, is there? there's no momentum from games. I mean, it, the one thing about baseball, it doesn't matter. You don't have momentum. You're as good as the next day starting pitcher, right? Right. 100%, that's the, that's the, the way it works. 100%, Tony. But there's also this to factor in, too. It's not like the Braves lost to the Diamondbacks, like right. the Dodgers did, okay? And the Dodgers were... And they had no pitching. The Dodgers had yeah. no pitchers, had and everybody none. knew it, and they knew it. So they right. knew going in when Kershaw lost that game one that they were pretty much cooked because right. they, they don't they have were, any legitimate starting pitchers due to injuries and other things. That's that's what ha- that happens. Right. They were limping. They were limping into this playoff series, regardless, right? But the that doesn't shock this, me. The, the Dodgers losing doesn't shock me. Uh, you know, the, uh, the Braves losing doesn't shock me because it, it doesn't shock me. But it shouldn't shock anybody else either who's complaining about it when you played the Phillies, who have one of the biggest payrolls in all of baseball. They didn't yep. play some podunk team like the Diamondbacks with have a, have a nothing payroll. They paid a team with superstars on their roster, yep. Tony. Okay? And not to mention the fact that the difference between this year's team and last year's team, they're, the Phillies this year are faster. They're much better defensively. And they don't make mistakes. They don't well, make mistakes. Well, even when they do, even when they – remember, remember – uh, what the shortstop made a couple of mistakes no, in the, the game mistake, they lost, no, but they, they find a way to get over it. Yeah, they get over. But I'm saying is like, and Bryce Harper with the running, that was an aggressive base running move. I'm not exactly. going to fault him for that. I'm not going to say it was a mistake. Okay, it was an aggressive move. If it if the, if, if it works out and he's safe, who nobody's talking about it, right? That's yep. why I don't count those type of things. Okay, Trey Turner, say whatever you want about the, the two errors he had. Look at the play he made. That oh, yeah. backhand yeah, no throw, one handed for the double play to, to basically clinch it and move on. So, no, this team is great. They're resilient. And look, man, the fact that you got a guy like Ranger Suarez going out there and pitching big innings and big games, knowing he's got a short leash, three to five innings, and goes out there and dominates against an Atlanta Braves team who put up historic offensive numbers. Tony, that goes to show you that we don't need to change something, is that there's nothing needs to be changed, that this is actually a really great setup, the way these playoffs are. Because you know what? You have Goliath meeting Goliath. It's no longer David yep. versus Goliath. It's Goliath versus Goliath. No, and I listen, the Arizona Diamondbacks, to me, are the story of the year. Because remember, story. they got off to a good start, and then they started to fade a little bit, like a lot of other teams, right? Listen, the Baltimore Orioles are going to be good for a long time. And what we saw happen this year is the teams that had no playoff experience or very little, who have lost a lot, who lost 100 games as, as short as a year or two years mm-hmm. ago, they get in the first time, you know, as good as they are, they're not used. They have a lot of young players who aren't used to playoff tension. You know, the Minnesota Twins haven't been in the playoffs for a long, long time. The Milwaukee Brewers haven't been in the playoffs. But so now you have, for example, you have in, the days of today was supposed to be a day of anger, right? The day of anger, you know where it was? It was in Los Angeles, Atlanta, Baltimore. Milwaukee, but in Tampa, where they won 99 games, it was a day of passive indifference. They weren't angry. They won 99 games. They made the playoffs, and when they when they lost in the first round, 
There was no outrage. Hey, listen, Tampa's got 99 wins in a playoff series ain't won. You know what I'm saying, brother? Exactly right. The same thing with the Dodgers. Got yeah. 100 winners, 100 wins, and a playoff, and nothing. I, I can't even think of it. Anyway, there's no yeah experience. And the Phillies are experienced. And last year, remember, they, they were deep into the World Series. They're better this year. Their they bullpen's better. Their center fielder's better. And so does that mean they're going to win the World Series? No. But the bottom line is, here's what's going on in Vegas. The Astros obviously are the favorites oh, now this is, because this they, is a, they've got the experience. They've won. So right now, the Astros are favored to win the World Series. The Phillies are favored to win the National League pennant because that's, well, the, that's, the legit, that's logical. Right, if Arizona right. finds a way to beat the Phillies, then you got to say, hey, you know what? This team's legit, but Arizona's another young team. And I, I was joking earlier in the year, can you name five Diamondbacks? And now, you know, the America will be seeing this team. You got to give teams like that credit. Not huge payrolls, you know, playing in the desert where they got a football team that's in total disarray. You know, they don't have a, they have the Phoenix Suns who are pretty good in the NBA. But, you know, and the Diamondbacks are an amazing story. Tony, the and they're the team the, that the you're Diamond... looking at right now and saying, wow, now, the look thing at is what this team's done. The Diamondbacks, yeah, I mean, it is it is a good story. The thing is, though, is that, you know, we love these things. We love these underdog things as, as sports fans all over the world. Arizona just had their World Series. They yep. just had their World Series. And I, I hate, I mean, I hate to say it. It's, it I mean, they're going to have to play the series. You have to play it out. But they're running into a team like the Phillies who seem like a team of destiny on a mission to go replay this thing and run it back against Houston. And I think that's what's going to happen. And I just don't, I, I think the, the Arizona story is fun and it's great for sports. They knock off the Dodgers. Great. It ends here. It's, it ends here. I'm sorry. It, well, we'll see. And that's why they play the games. But you know, Bryce Hart, what, what, one thing we know, Reggie Jackson used to be Mr. October, right? With the Yankees. Bryce Harper now is the modern day Mr. October. Is there he, any he, doubt he, about that? Tony, he may be, he, he is on his way by the end of this playoff series. I'm sorry, by the end of this playoff run, as being one of the top five most clutch players in all of extra postseason history. Like, he really may be. And, and what he's doing Look at the records. Every night you watched. I mean, you have, you have a guy last year who, won, who a lot of people were booing coming back. Cassianos. Cassianos did something that no player in MLB history has done, have two home runs in back-to-back games in a World Series. So we're seeing a Phillies yeah, team playoff, yeah. mm-hmm. that had playoff that had guys like Castellanos that people were all over last year, and he didn't have a good year. They had people, you know, like obviously like uh, Trey Turner, who the fans were on earlier in the year, who's showing what a great player he is. And so the bottom line is the Phillies are legit. They belong there because they showed it, and that's why they, that's why that's why baseball fans, not Phillies fans or people who root against the Phillies. This is a hard team to root against because they play it the right way. And this is why Pat McAfee, for all the people that rip him about college game day, Pat McAfee right now, and listen, there's a lot of great people doing national TV radio, you know, Dan Patrick and Rich Eisen and all the uh, mm-hmm. Jim Rome and Colin Cowherd. These are people who are all national guys. But right now, there is no more go to show than Pat McAfee on ESPN. That's why they paid him a gazillion dollars to come, because he's the only guy that after anything happens in sports, he gets that guy on. And I don't know if you saw this as a couple minutes. This is Pat McAfee talking to Bryce Harper earlier today on ESPN. Roll the tape, Robert. It's just, it's, it's the competitive nature of the game. You guys know. I mean, playing sports, you're always going to be competitive. Um, no matter, you know, what anybody says or anything like that, 
I don't think you ever need that extra fire or anything just because, I mean, you guys know how Philly is. I mean, being able to play in front of a fan base like that, there's nothing like it. So, I mean, just more and more as you play um, as a team, I think just the vibe of our team, if anybody says anything or anything goes, you know, um, crazy or anything happens, our team is going to come back and, and do those things. And, uh, you know, kind of just worked out for the best for, for all of us. And, I mean, just a lot of fun to be able to be part of that. Bryce, yeah, but how does you specifically, obviously the rest of the team, like you guys seem to not understand what nerves are. You don't feel nerves. You guys seem to thrive when the, the lights are brightest, when it means the most. And that's what that's what's crazy about baseball. Like you guys fail a lot up there. Like you fail a bunch, but you guys seem to hit dingers in the biggest moments, in the biggest games. What is it about your team, I think, that kind of has that, whatever that it factor is? I think just the vibe. Like our whole team has a vibe. Every single guy I feel like in our clubhouse is meant to play in Philly. And it's crazy to say that, right? I mean, because Philly is such an insane place to play. I mean, we have some of the craziest fans in the world, and they'll let you know when you're playing bad, but they let you know when you're playing well also. And that's the best part about our team is 1 through 25, each guy has a vibe on our team. Everybody looks in the mirror and says, hey, what can I do to do my job well today to help us win? And if I don't get it done or somebody else doesn't get it done, that next guy will. And you guys saw that in Castellanos last night, Trey Turner as well. And it's just the vibe of our team. It's an electric vibe. Um, and we just, we want to play this game. We play it hard. And like I said, each guy is built to play in Philly. And I mean, that's, that's the best thing I can say is each guy does their job well. And when they do, you win games. There it is. That's Bryce Harper earlier today. Wait. Was that up the next morning to go on Pat McAfee? That's why Pat McAfee right. is the show of record, right? Right. Now. But was that one straight playthrough, or did that run on a loop? Because it sounded like you said the same fucking thing over and over and over again for three minutes. That wasn't three minutes. Every that was one minute. Exactly. If, if you drank every time you said vibe or die or job, you'd be. Smashed. Wait a minute! You're criticizing Bryce Harper, who's yes. the best player in baseball right now. Yes, I can do that. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Hmm? No, you can't. We may have to kick you out. You're out of here. Get him out. Cut him off. <laughs> no, Rock and Reese nails it. Bryce Harper's that guy when he was playing on the Nationals. Everybody hated him, right? Mm -hmm. They hate it. But he's the guy. Look, and there's a, there's a column today by Ann Killian in the San Francisco Chronicle. Great column where she talks about how the Giants are now looking around and seeing Bruce Bochy, a guy that won World Series with him, and then the management made a lot of bad decisions, right? And then they got rid of Bruce Bochy. Well, he retired on his own. They didn't right. fire him. He walked away because they didn't have – the cupboard was empty. And the management with the Giants made some bad decisions. Gabe Kapler wasn't a horrible decision, I mean, because they looked pretty good. And actually, even this year, when they didn't really have a lot of talent, Gabe Kapler got them pretty deep into a playoff run, and you couldn't name five Giants no. on that they, roster, right? They, they were competitive. And I think Bochy, Bochy had them – during that three World Series, I forget how many years it was in between. I, I forget they won three World Series in a matter of like what seven years or something like yeah, that. But they had the dominant starting pitching oh, yeah. staff, and they had good there. players. Yeah, Lincecum was there in his absolute prime. He was Baumgartner. I mean, you look at those. I mean, remember yeah. the Phillies would lose to them in the postseason, and they should have because that team was unbelievable. It was, and I remember, I you know, I remember being out there in San Francisco in the dugout during those days because I was working on KNBR, the station of the Giants. So I had access to the press box, to the dugouts. So I got to see up close and personal watching those Phillies-Giants playoff series, and they were great. But the bottom line is this. The Phillies are, you know, are a great team. 
They're a great team. They're not just some fluke team that found no, a way to not. get in. They got in and they took care of business in the first round. And now we'll have the, the championship series that starts on Sunday night. The American League starts Sunday night at 8.15 on Fox. And that's uh, Houston and, uh, and of course, the Texas Rangers. Do you, do you Bruce know goes to the Texas Rangers. Let me finish my thought on the, on the San Francisco article. So, remember, they had a shot at Bryce Harper, remember? Mm-hmm. Yep. They offered him a great deal, and he didn't go there. The Phillies offered him a little bit more, but he knew that the Phillies had a good nucleus. He knew the Giants, the cupboard was pretty bare there after their run with the postseason. And that's the hardest thing to do in baseball, you know, is to constantly reload. And the Braves, yep. great. I mean, the Braves have been good for a long time. They may not win World Series, but they've always got good young players. And look at the guys who leave. The guys who leave are still good, and they go to other teams like the Dodgers, and they're all over the place. So to me, Atlanta's done a great job with their farm system, getting guys ready to play. The next young, great players are coming up now. And the Phillies have some. I mean, Bryson Stott, remember, Phillies went through this whole thing with the infield, you know, where they had Scott Kingery and all these other guys that they thought were going to be the next best thing. Bryson Stott was not good in his rookie year. But he got so much better this year that he's a solid. He 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 may be one of the best second basemen in all of baseball now, right? Yeah. The, yeah. the 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 irony of it all is that if you look, if you go around, if you go around the horn, not the show around the horn. Uh, shout out Tony Kornheiser. If you go around the horn and you look at each position, the Phillies aren't weak anywhere. Their weakest link on any part of the diamond is their first baseman right now who happens to be probably top two three best baseball player in all of baseball seriously think about that and that's oh you're right he just started first that's because he, he was injured and just started playing first base and he's you know what i mean so it's like you're playing with a team with no weakness yeah that's hard that's to hard say to after the problems that they had this year and listen we all know i'm not, listen i'm not a homer I just wear my Phillies gear, whatever they represent. And it's interesting about Robin, because when Robin and I first met, when we started uh, hanging out together, actually was working on the show. We were working up at KLAC in Los what, Angeles. What do you mean by hanging out? I mean, you know, we got together and had some wine and, you know, and uh, some little, you know, we, uh, I, I broke her into the business, so to speak. <laughs> no, so Tony, I broke her in. I popped her cherry. We, we, were, we, were we were working on the, the show. And the verticals. I got no, you, no, 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 no. Let's get the timeline straight, people. I was working on the show first, and then Tony invited me to Disneyland. Oh, oh the magic star, baby. It was a special KLAC <laughs> Disneyland exclusive Yeah, event. they great, yeah, Clear Channel back in the day owned all these radio stations, and they would rent Disneyland for a night and, and just have it open only to all the employees. Of Clear and that Channel. was our first date. I took Robin to Disneyland. So we were we were working, so he invites me out, and then, you know, you, you start going on those rides, and you're already been – there's already been a little bit of uh, – Chemistry, excitement, yeah, chemistry. kissy face. And then no, we no, went, there was nothing right. kissy face. Yeah, we went in the Pirates of the Caribbean, and instead of watching the Pirates' life for me in the wench auction, I was playing a little stink finger. I mean, I don't no, want to graphic no, here, no, but I mean, no, I was able to. You know, there's not many people there. You know what I'm no, saying? No, I know not how the game goes. You know, <laughs> you're sitting down. You you invite you invite Rod and Robin to play on your lap for a friendly game of Pinocchio, and then next thing you know, it's just and over. then we went into Mister Toad. No, we went into the what was the the Mister Toad's ride wild wild ride right? Isn't that the one? Lie. Who's the one with the smoking uh, the caterpillars? Oh, that's Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland is the greatest ride in Disneyland because you knew that Walt Disney 
was smoke was doing shrooms he was and high. all kinds of hallucinogens. He was high. back in the day, man. Because if you ever go into the Alice in Wonderland, you got you got caterpillars smoking hookers and bongs. You got people being stoned. And that's what that's why Walt Disney was so ahead of his time. And now you got a bunch of strappers running Disney and running it into the ground. Or something. I can tell you exactly when it happened. Okay. It was on two separate rides. <laughs> oh, here we go. I want to hear this. It was we, we space... got some romantic music. We got some cherubs playing. When in the you wish upon <laughs> it was Space Mountain. Pumps in a bump or something. And um, the not the Mount Everest. What's the other ride? The the space uh, Space Mountain. No, what's the one with the inside the mountain? There's Space Mountain and the Big one... Thunder Mountain Runaway no. Train. Matterhorn. No, Matterhorn. Ride. Matterhorn. Yeah, Matterhorn. the Matterhorn. Going to Disneyland. Yeah, right. Disneyland is the Matterhorn ride, which. It almost feels like you're going to go off the track right. because it's a spot. You, you went with us. You were out there in Cal- No, you no. were in Disney World with no, us. I was in Disney and not Orlando. But Space in- Mountain and Matterhorn are two rides where you sit in front of each other. Yes. And that was the first time that <laughs> I was so snug- bad. I was snuggled up with Tony, and I realized that there was something a little bit more, more than just you know coworkers. You can, especially when you feel that that throbbing. <laughs> Yeah. That, that was that was that was when you said, but that's what that's before like, like solid titanium. You know the commercials for the new <laughs> Apple iPhone where the titanium's coming out of the sky, yeah, like an asteroid. That's how I was. I was like solid titanium. Yeah, man. Forget yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's when the... I realized there was a little bit more to our relationship. Yeah, that's yeah. There was. Wait, well, let's fast forward. So I'm working at KLAC. I was working on Fox Sports Radio, but the affiliate there was KLAC AM five seventy, which was the home, by the way, of the Lakers. It was a home of USC football, and it was a home of the Dodgers. And people are saying, well, Tony, you know, because Kevin McAlpin, our good buddy who worked in Philly with me in 97.5, he moved to Atlanta and got a job working with the Atlanta Braves. Now people are ripping him because he's supporting the Atlanta Braves. He supports his family. Exactly. (laughs) Does that mean he hates Philly? Of course not. No. The one thing that people say, well, I'm sure when you went out to L.A., you were rude. No, I wasn't. I never rooted for the Dodgers. I never rooted for the Lakers. I can confirm I never that. rooted for USC. I used to have Pete Carroll on my show every year, and I would go after him you during did. the whole Reggie Bush era. I would ask him the tough questions while the other media was too busy on their knees slurping his dong. <laughs> like, did OJ do it? Like, was that one of the real questions? You gave them due when it was deserved. Absolutely. Listen, I went to Lakers. I went to the. I, I covered the Lakers. I went to Indianapolis when they won the game, when they won that series at an Indian, won their championship. You know, I was I was on the floor at, at L.A. Staples Center the night the Sixers went in there in 2001 with Allen Iverson and won game one of that series. Unfortunately, it was the only game they won in that series. So, listen, There's I followed only... the NBA and I followed the Lakers and the Sixers, but I never, abs- I never no. openly rooted. And I was there when the Lakers were a dynasty with Shaq and Kobe. Tony, there's probably only one thing that could – some people might say is a bandwagon thing, but it's not because who would not do this if you were invited? You were invited to throw out the first pitch for the, at the Angels. Angels. Why wouldn't you do that Why if they invited you, you to throw out the first pitch? That would be the only thing that some people might accuse you of being a bandwagon fan. I wasn't a bandwagon fan. Yeah. They, they asked who? me to come out and throw exactly. out the first pitch on opening day, not in some exhibition game. Can we go back to you guys at Disneyland? I want to hear how the rest of you no, that's all. <laughs> So anyway, so then I start working, and then I meet Robin, and I take her into the studio – Back when the that Phillies, was our first kiss, though I'm just saying. Back when, when, when remember when the Phillies were good, that was 2008, 2009. Right? Robin, when the Phillies were good, I'm like, we talking 79, 80, 81. No, no, I'm talking about when the Phillies were in the World Series. 
When the Philly John from Mayfield, let's get it back to Space Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I want to welcome back John from Mayfair. We haven't seen him for a while. So let's give him a roaring round. That's my boy right there, man. I know a lot of people give this guy a hard time. That some bitch is my boy. Holler at your boy from Mayfair because let's be honest. Watch the news. Mayfair right now is one of the most unsafe places in Philly to live. Yeah. Am I wrong, Luigi? No, or, you are why right. Why don't you ask John from Mayfair? Maybe he'll know. Anybody who's up there. Listen, it was a great area. I lived up there for a few years when I got married. Street. You, you and me, we lived on the yeah. same street. And I mean, now you, you can't go anywhere. And they want to build a subway on the boulevard for what? The subway to hell? Speaking of the man, let's bring the man in. Is he in the room? Um, we're bringing him in right now. Let's Ladies see. and gentlemen, it's been a long time. It has been a long time. Let's put your hands together. His son, the last time we spoke to him, I think, was his son graduating from the... the uh, he's in the Marine yeah. Corps. And now, all of a sudden, we're seeing a situation in Israel that not only are Jewish people here in the United States being called and, and volunteering to go and fight for Israel, which is, as their, as their native country, they're going to fight. And now I'm seeing that we're sending Marines... And a military. Remember when Obama used to say, "There will be no feet, no, no." Where was it? What was it? The quote. No, 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 no foot, no foot on the ground. No boots. No, no boot, boots. Thank you. Thank you. No boots on the ground. Remember that when Obama went Syria and when we were having all these other threats. No boots on the ground. Guess what? We will have boots on the ground in this Israeli uh, war with Hamas. My um. My How does that feel, John? I want to know that your son's in the Marines. Is he hearing that they may have to deploy him? To go fight in this war? Well, Jordan actually graduated from. Uh, thank you for having me back, by the way. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, absolutely. Loud absolutely. and clear, John. Loud and clear. I haven't used this microphone since I got booted off with no filter. So, uh, anyway, uh, Jordan graduated from uh, drill instructor school. So he's actually training Marines. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, so are they talking about having to send people over there? Well, I mean, God only knows that answer, you know. Uh, yeah. But, Tony, I ask you this. I mean, Obama wasn't truthful about no boots on the ground, but is that the first time he ever lied to you? I mean, I'm just saying. No, I mean, we knew this. Every Listen, I don't want this isn't a political show, but the, here's the bottom. No, I, I, I deal with facts, okay? I don't care about Democrats or Republicans. The Democrats are in control, so the party in control must be held accountable for what's happening under their control, just like Trump was held accountable and is still being held accountable, accountable for things that he did that obviously were right and are being proven so. Mm-hmm. But that's enough, that's enough about that. Let's deal with the facts. Barack Obama, the president of the United States, is the guy who refused to say the words, radical Islamist terrorist. He refused to say that because there were his buddies, not the terror. I'm not saying he was a terrorist or a terror sympathizer, but he had a prayer rug in the White House and he would invite people, not necessarily terrorists. And I have no problem with Muslims or Islam because not every Muslim is a terrorist. But every terrorist we're seeing right now happens to be a Muslim. Yeah, yeah, but that run really did not not the good, not the good Muslim people who come to this country (laughs) respect America. But like well, so that 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 rug really did tie the room together, though, Tony. You no doubt. Admit, I mean, it was a good car, and you know, but and then scary. Jesse it's... Jackson would go in there, and then the, the Reverend Al, they would go in there and kneel. It's scary. It's a scary time. My daughter is, uh, she's her fiance is Jewish, and they are all getting messages to sign up and ship off to Israel because, and it is a scary, scary time. It is, and again, people. I don't. I hate wars. I hated wars when I was a young kid during the Vietnam era in the 60s. 
I was a Democrat then because everybody was a Democrat in Philly. And I remember protesting the Vietnam War. I remember standing up against the government that was sending people to die and drafting people to go and die in a war that made no sense to anybody. The Vietnam War was the start of America losing wars. Can we sent people to Vietnam. Nobody knew what the reason was. How was Vietnam, because they had a Communist Party leadership, a threat to the United States? They weren't. I don't get it. I don't get why we have to get involved in wars all over the world. Now we got Syria. Now we got the Middle East on fire again. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Am I wrong? I oh. I, ref, I refrain from making that joke. I like you had that one, balance. Tony, here's a benchmark, and I think that we all agree goodies. on this. Here's a benchmark. Yep. If your religion tells you that Easy. it is okay to kill children and to rape women, then your religion is wrong. I'm out. Yeah, the, the, the religion, That's unfortunately, just... religion, uh, unfortunately, has been the reason for most of the conflicts on the planet. Correct. From Jump Street, right the before Crusades. the way, way back when the when the cavemen yeah. were dragging women by their hair into the damn into the damn uh. Hey, some chicks like that shit, dude. Well, yeah, I mean that was back no, before no, it no, started. Just, you know, you no, had Adam no, and no, Eve, no, 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 no. and Adam, you know, he bit the bit the apple. And then he banged her like a like a Luigi, like a rented mule, yeah. a and then the rest is history. Or a little pull, maybe, but dragging? <laughs> no, I don't think any woman likes. That. I don't know, Robin. Have you been to some of the BDSM no, clubs no, here? No, Come, no, on, no, no, no. Little, little Come on, pull, man. Come on, man. A little tug, a little. No, little not by the hair. Drag. I mean, like, listen, you drag it, you get scruffed in the neck. Whatever. That's a different time for a different time. And, and this is way before the horse collar tackle became po- you know popular back. Well, in I'm the not day. saying they're not going to throw a flag. I mean, they're going to throw a flag. But sometimes, so you got to. Just remember this, Luigi. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Exactly Speaking right. Speaking of throwing the flag. 15 yards is 15 yards. Speaking of throwing the flag, totally different subject. Yeah. But you have a red you, flag one. We have a. Don't you wish that everybody could throw the flag and have an instant replay? Yeah, those progressive arguments? commercials are the best, right? Where the, the yeah. couple's in the roof. Hey, you left the sunlight. No, you have left the moon roof open. Boom, throw out the flag. I want that. And go I want to video that in tape. real life so bad. Tony and I had an argument just before the show. I wanted to be able to throw a red flag. Replay. Because I, I was would right. love to, I would love Robin. to see you guys do that run over here. I'll say this right now. <laughs> it be every other fucking minute. Yeah. Right now. This is so awesome. You want you want to talk about a lock? Tony losing every challenge is a lock. <laughs> yes. That's fucking bullshit, yes. Luigi. You know it. Come at me, bro, right now. Come at me, bro. Come at Tony. me, bitch. And you can even go, I guess, you can put, you can pull the, the headphones off. Luigi, <laughs> you know it. You know it. All right, Robert, we got to give, give me a little Edwin Star right now. Edwin Star, look like it up. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. That's not. Nice. No, Edwin no, that's uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's not good, right? Edwin now. Star. Edwin Star, the greatest song of all, other than Edwin, other than uh, Eric Burden and War. Remember that one? Which but, one? But was Edwin it? Star has a ton of them. War. What is it good for? War, Robin. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. nothing. Let's go back. Just a taste of this. I want a taste of this tonight because I want everybody to realize that so war is not good. No matter who you support. Nobody wins in war. Good God now. Absolutely nothing. Good God. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Good God. 
I gotta get that drop six out for you. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. That's enough. All right, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. enough. So, all you people who love war. You can stick it right up your ass because war is bad. There's, you know, unfortunately, war has been going on forever. But just because war has been going on forever doesn't mean we have to get involved in wars. hundred. That's a hundred percent right, man. That's that's a, it's it's a hundred percent right. The, the the thing is, is that when you look at this one, right? Mm-hmm. This is like the Israeli the Israeli Palestinian conflict right. that's been going on since like biblical times, right? Yeah. Yep. So you have this, right? Like again, the Israeli Palestinian conflict. Not the Israeli Palestinian Palestinian USA US like I mean like it's just and no like and you're right nobody hates Palestinian people no. nobody hates Jews well some people do the anti Semites I mean have you seen the videos in Philly of these people oh, having protests ugly. and they're actually celebrating the beheading and and this is in Philadelphia it, and nobody it's, it's in government absolute. in Philadelphia called out these people there's video all over the internet of this one guy Michael C Wilson. Yeah, last Sunday, wasn't saying the, was it the least singer of the Beach Boys? No, 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 it, no he's, he actually his brain is actually more functional than this guy in Philadelphia, Michael C. Wilson. Look up the video. This guy was actually celebrating the beheading and slaughter of babies yeah. by the by by the not by by Palestinians by Hamas. Yeah. Let's separate. Hamas is a terrorist group. Well, this is the Palestinian problem. people are not. Different but the story. one thing we're seeing right now in this country. Did you know there were this many Palestinians in the United States? If no. they love Palestine, why do they all come here? It's crazy. The, the, the conflagration uh, and the, the, the inability to differentiate Hamas and the Palestinians. Exactly. Just, they are two different organizations. Hamas has been subjugating Palestine for for the last many many years. So the problem that Iran, that Israel has is that. Hamas has infiltrated all of Palestine. They're hiding behind children, behind schools, behind hospitals. Exactly. And I'm not saying any kind of killing of innocent civilians is good. Okay? But the bottom line is, this is a situation that has been allowed to escalate for for generations, for 50 years. And so I I hate it. I hate seeing this. I'm not rooting for either side. And I'm not going to pull there's good people on both sides. But later on in the show, I'm going to play two videos to show you how long this has been going on. Because I remember 1979 and 1980 when the Iranian regime was holding American hostages. Remember this? Yeah. 1980. How old were you in 1980? 1979, 1980, Luigi. I wasn't born yet. What year were you born? 1981. Damn. That's still right when you were born. Right when you were being born. (laughs) Like my oldest son is 1977. Right when you were in the shoot. Right there. Right when you were about to (laughs) be squeezed out. Bam! While well, mama was getting those contractions. You know what's going on? <laughs> no, he might have still been in his dad's shoot, not his mom's shoot. There's two different get, ones. There's can we get a small it back to Space one. Mountain, please? Yeah, no, no. Again, I don't Sorry. want to talk about this because war bothers me. I hate war. I've hated war since day one. I've hated war since 1965. 
when we were getting involved in Vietnam. So I've been against war. I protested the American government getting involved in stupid wars. And guess what? Since World War II, the streak right now is approaching the Denver Broncos streak of absolute futility. And by the way, what a great job Sean Payton has done out there with the Denver Broncos. They right now are the worst team in football. Are they not? As far well, not that Carolina's 0-5, <laughs> but at least Carolina's not, rebuilding. Sorry, right? not even Houston is rebuilding. Indianapolis I, is rebuilding. But the out. Denver Broncos are a disaster. Timeout. It's not it has nothing to do well, actually timeout. It has less to do with what's on the field. It has everything to do with what's going on off the field as well. Like they're from top to bottom. They're just falling apart. It's Absolutely. And, and the whole this whole the this whole litany of media people who are just bowing before Sean Payton like he's the greatest coach ever, he proved that even though he was ripping the guy before him, he went in there and made it worse. He made in there and made it worse. Yes, as Yasser Arafat used to say, let's get it back to the Phillies. AJ but Lopez really quick, and San Antonio. Before we do, before we do, we're not Steve, getting it back there. I've talked Steve enough about the Phillies. Steve Krause, beautiful. <laughs> we were talking about the shoot. Steve Krause goes, Luigi went to a party that night with his dad and left with his mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True story, bro. True story. Sorry. Wow. We love you long time. Oh, the worst part is. I had to hear the whole fucking thing. <laughs> it was amazing. It was so we'll go back to 1980 tonight. I like to go back in the throwback machine. You know what I'm let's, saying? Let's, you want to do that now, Tony to, Bruno? To let's get it back to baseball. Wait. Let's get it back. By the way, I want to tell you my favorite player in the NFL right now, Luigi. Try to guess who it is. If you say anybody named Kelsey, I will throw no, up. Right not now. the Kelseys. No. Yeah, By the way, that, I'm glad the Phillies were on last night because I had my, my my iPad out and I was trying to watch that that Thursday night game. It was awful. It was awful. And the Kansas City Chiefs may be the defending Super Bowl champs, but they got a lot of issues. They got a lot of issues on offense. And if it weren't for Jason Kelsey playing supposedly hurt, that team would be an absolute shit show right now. Let me see. Uh, This is hard, man, because you – It has something to do with the Cowboys indirectly. Yes. My lifelong – remember, when you come out of the womb in Philadelphia, you immediately have deep hatred, sports hatred, not hatred of humanity. You hate the Dallas Cowboys, right? When yeah. you come out of the womb in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. It's just a rite of passage. As yeah. soon as the doctor smacked my smacked my little butt coming out of my mom, Angelina Bruno, rest in peace. Oh, somebody got it, Tony Bruno. It's easy. There's one guy right now. If the Eagles don't go to the Super Bowl, there's one guy I want to win the Super Bowl. Oh, Michael Parsons. You know who that is? Parsons? No. George, oh, George Kittle. Kittle. George Kittle of yours, San Francisco 49ers, doing stuff that I used to do back in the 80s. And 90s, when the Cowboys were good, wearing T-shirts that said, fuck Dallas. I hate to use the profanity, but I'm doing a direct quote. And by the way, the uh, the absolute joke of the NFL commissioner, that piece of garbage, has fined George Kittle 13000 I love how they come up with this number. You know what the fine was for George Kittle for wearing a fuck Dallas shirt underneath right. his jacket? And he actually he trotted that out. After the Cowboy, after the uh, San Francisco 49ers went up big time as they absolutely bitch slapped the Dallas Cowboys up and down the field last week. So the amount that they find him, this is my favorite part. 13,000. I don't know how they come up with this number. I don't know if this is tax included, if there was destination charges or all those other fees that come in. 13,000. I have it written down here, but now I can't see because Robin made a really strong drink. You, and I'm drinking vodka thir- cran today. $13,659 for wearing a shirt that said, fuck Dallas, 
underneath his shirt. This was after Jordan uh, Jordan Mason. Uh, was it Jordan Mason? 26-yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter. So it was the fourth quarter that his shirt came open. And right underneath, a shirt that I used to wear all the time, even when I went to Plano, Texas, back in the day with Angelo Cataldi and, and, and Al Morgani getting into the face of the Lions when the Cowboys were good in the 90s wearing shirts that said, fuck Dallas. And again, I'm paraphrasing. I don't like to use profanity. It's really not in my repertoire of using profanity. Fuck but how man. about the fact that how, – how can you not – let me give a roaring round of applause. Now, the Penguin Aces to, to, to George Kittle. He met, he met Kittle on Radio Row when he came to visit us. I love George Kittle. How can you not love the guy? He's a beast, right? He is an absolute freak of nature, man. How do you not love that guy? 13,259. I know. I gave you the actual re- – how do they come up with that number? It sounds like a <laughs> showcase showdown. 13,000 – no, 659 I got. Sounds like the showcase showdown on fucking Price is Right. And yes, George Kittle, come on down. You're yeah. in the showcase showdown. It's weird, man. <laughs> I mean, God only knows what the fuck they're – yeah, who knows, <laughs> Can you imagine Listen. the commissioner of baseball deciding to find a guy for having a shirt underneath his jersey that said, fuck Dallas? And here's the best part. That puss boy, and he's a Penn Stater, right? Isn't he a Penn Stater? Dallas' best player? Parsons? You know what I'm talking about, right? Parsons. Yeah, I thought like, Parsons, yeah, yeah. Parsons was crying like the bitch that he is. Bit just like the Penn State fans. Hey, congratulations. You're going to play UMass this weekend. Wow, how great is Penn State? They're playing that, that juggernaut UMass this weekend. That game shouldn't count. Penn State should drop in the rankings for actually scheduling freaking UMass in week seven of the college. Am I right, Luigi? How do you play University of Massachusetts in week seven of the college football season? You're and never gonna, you should go up in the rankings. You're never going to hear me uh, dis, uh, disagree with anybody saying that something's wrong with college football. Ooh, that's Colin Berger I, saying, hey. Penn, Penn State is not going to the college football players. Screw Penn State. Screw Penn State screw Penn and State. the pedophiles who support that university. They're six hours away. Screw college football. It's like, okay, like you said, Penn State's going to play UMass. So I get a bunch of kids who are going to the NFL that, that are going to pistol whip a bunch of fucking little kids who go play for Exactly UMass. right. You can't run away from what happened at Penn State. Penn State and I'm a Pennsylvania guy. I'm a Philly guy. But Penn State playing UMass should automatically drop them out of the top ten. Same thing with Notre Dame. They got their asses. And here's the best part of Notre Dame. They're now favored at USC. How can oh. USC be favored? How can Notre Dame be favored at USC after they got their asses kicked last week? Lay the money. I know then you know what, USC, but remember, remember, USC was being touted. They got now listen, they both have good quarterbacks. I'm not knocking the players. I don't hate the players. I hate the hype. Notre Dame gets a lot of hype. I don't hate Notre Dame. I like Irish people. John from Mayfair is Irish. Do I hate you, John? Nope. You better Are you not. Irish? Robin Shanty Irish. You, do I hate Robin Shanty Irish, white trash chick I'm from California? Mutt. I'm a mutt. <laughs> I'm a full-on mutt, and I'm proud of it. Tony, listen, I only reached out tonight. I wanted to say hello once again. Uh, I, I, I do miss hanging out with you guys a little bit, so... Uh, last year, uh, I got beat up a little bit for saying, I said, if the Phillies beat the Braves, and you said, well, I said, the Phillies beat the Braves, they're going to win the World Series. Well, they beat the Braves again, and I'm here to tell you, I believe that this is it. This is the year. And uh, keep wearing that 
keep wearing that jersey, dude. Who's on the back? I've been representing down here in South. Yes, and by the yes. way, you will not believe how many Phillies fans there are here. Remember, Clearwater is their training facility just about two hours north of us. So there's, there's a lot of fans. The great thing about living in Southwest Florida, other than the weather, is the fact that there are fans from all over. We go into sports bars. There's Chiefs fans. There's Ravens fans. So that's what's great about being in an area where it's basically a real melting pot of football fans from all over the country. Which is why the Tony Bruno Show um, is starting its own network. And is this breaking have... news? Can we no, announce no. it tonight? We're, I mean, we're, this is a soft announce. This is a soft opening? Soft open. <laughs> Don't you like so, when they do those soft openings, Luigi? You've been to a lot of these restaurants and clubs, right? Oh, yeah. It's a soft opening. We've, soft but opening. We've, we've had several. I, we're going to have several soft openings. So the TBSM, the Tony Bruno Tony Bruno Sports Network. I like a hard opening myself, yeah. baby. You pound it. Pound it. Pound the rock. Pound the football. Pound it. We, we're going to have several soft opens. We're going to definitely have one really hard open. But yeah, the, the TBSM, the Tony Bruno Sports Network, yeah. uh, For some people already know about it, but we are. Tony is going to be on every single day. But it's not just Tony. Tony is bringing in Robin. We can't release any more information no, we're not right now. Bring it Robin, what... relax. As AOC once said, but Tony's going to be on every day. Listen, okay. Okay, okay. Listen, listen, man. But What's Tony wrong is, with you, bro? Tony is going to be on every single day, very, very soon. So make sure that you follow him on all the social media so that you get the up to date information. Luis, what, what the pensive? Uh, what are you? The 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 the. the... Why don't you put it under He's your chin the like the, the thinker statue up there on the on the uh, parkway? The thing Louis just got it on the side of his face. Well, here, wait. Before we do anything else, let's say goodbye to John, John Mayfair. Let me we give you a you. roaring round of applause, my brother. Thank you. Bye, Be careful up there, John, Mayfair, man. Tony, Tony I'll be in touch. There, man. I think I Tony, I might need a favor from you real soon. Back in the, maybe coming up in December, if I, if I can reach out, I appreciate. You know, it. I'm always there for you, bro. Thanks. I'm always Love there. You. Love you, especially, guys. especially military families. Love you, John. Like the Thank great you. Marine, Semper Fi, baby, do or die. Marine Corps birthday, November tenth. Bye. Beautiful. Bye. By the way, I want to say happy birthday to my baby sister, Gina Khaleesi. Is you know my sister birthday? Gina. Yeah, her birthday. Gina's birthday. My oh, other sister Marie. My other sister Marie, October 9th, which is also the birthday of John Lennon. But today on this Friday the thirteenth, as we're doing this Did show you call live, your sister today. I didn't call. Let's call her on the air right now, shall we? I got to call her. Seriously? You want to call her right now? Yeah. Let's call her on the All air right. right now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'll call her. This, 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 might, this might be a problem. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> and by the way, Rock and Ree says, Here. if you Tony, and Robin ever phone. visit Durham during football season, you got to come to Tobacco Road. Listen, I've been to Tobacco Road. I've been to North Carolina. I've been to North Carolina State. I've been to all the great venues. Is everybody prepared to sing happy birthday to Gina? Yes, Absolutely. if she's out. She may be out. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You everybody. You mean me and Tony. <laughs> exactly right, man. Exactly right. I, love, hey, I love your sisters, man. They're great. So I'm Aren't good. they great people? They're great people. They're great. They're fantastic. And my sister Gina still lives in Philadelphia, and I worry about her and everybody else. I worry about Luigi there down in South Philadelphia. Did you see what happened last night with that Brinks Armory down yeah. at the, at that, at that uh, Bank of America down there yeah. right off of Columbus? You see, if they had changed Columbus Boulevard to Indigenous, Ab- Indigenous People Boulevard, none of this shit would ever happen, Luigi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you have any birthday music, Robin? Yeah, they're they're um, down there scalping prices. <laughs> exactly right. Well, I have the really short This Is Your Birthday song one. Yeah, get that okay, ready just it. in case. She's probably out. It's Friday night, baby. Hello. Gina? Yeah. Gina? Happy, happy birthday to you. Olay! 
Happy birthday, Gene. We're on the air live right now. I tried to call you earlier, but I'm glad that you're there. Happy birthday. You know I love you, baby. Thank you. Now, Happy what are you having? Girl. You having pizza and op eats? What are you having uh, on your birthday? No, we went out to dinner. Where'd you go? And uh, now we're having a little bit of cake. Spasso. Spasso. Spasso's nice. Yes. Did you get Yum. the? Did you get? Hold on. Did you get the grilled calamari? Did you get the calamari for the table? Yes. Oh, you got the grilled, calamari for the no, table. The grilled is the best. The grilled is the absolute the, best. No, the grilled or the deep fried, Gene. Deep fried. That's the way to do it. You gotta try the grilled. Grill. Come on, Luigi. Right. You're soft. Luigi's soft. He gets the grilled. Yeah. You gotta put it in the no. oil. You gotta get the good stuff. You gotta you get done? the calamari with the good marinara sauce. You know what I'm saying? You act like we haven't been to yes. dinner before. I'm trying to tell you. The grilled is a specialty over there. That's enough about, enough about us. Now, where is Spazzo? That, that's not the. That's, where is Spazzo? It's on Front Street. It's on Front and Front Street. Oh, I know where it is. Yeah, I know where it is. Yeah, it's right off. Like, um, I'm not sure what it's between, actually. I mean, that was on Front. It's between right Market. It's between Market. Yeah, I know exactly yes. where it is. Right there on right, you know, right there where you can see the Google Express, you can see the ninety five, the ninety five, the ninety five, and you can see the yes. uh, the Moshalu there and all the other beautiful spots. What That's kind funny. of uh... Gina? Gina is way, way, way younger than you, so she's yes. like what you know, like in her forties now, right? And I wish. <laughs> yeah, me too. I wish too. <laughs> I wish. I could go back. I would. <laughs> now I called Marie on Monday, which is her birthday on Columbus Day. And I, I haven't heard back. Now, is she there with you tonight? No, she's home. What kind of she's birthday home. party is this? You're both born in the same week at different years, and you're not I celebrating know. together? It's an outrage. I know. It's I didn't know what my day was going to have in store for me, but it ended up being a nice day. Beautiful now. Now you what got a cake. Now you get. Would you go to Termini's? Where did you get the cake from? Did you go Actually, to Iskros? My went to Termini's. Now I, they went to Termini's. You get any uh, beautiful cake? Beautiful, man. Now, any everybody that's in the Philadelphia area, there is a new place that you all need to go visit because I have been drooling over all the photographs that they post on Facebook. Nicoletta's in now. Where exactly it's is it? It's in Jersey, right? It's in Jersey, but yes, I don't... it's in Williamstown. Williamstown, you know where that is over there, right? Louis, you go, down, yes. you go down. Uh, I've been seeing the reviews. They have been amazing. I am so happy. That's for her son-in-law. Now, her daughter, Nicole, if you've met Luigi, my one of my nieces. Yeah, and I know. Her other sister, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, my two grand, my two nieces, Gina's children. They, you know, now her son-in-law has two. Re- how many restaurants? Two. So they still have the one two. on South Street? Yes. Yes, we do. That and one and then Nicoletta's. Well, which one's the one on South Street? I forget that one. It's Little Italy. Little it's Italy. What's the matter with you? Yes. What's the matter with you? Little Italy that has like the longest menu in history. I know. It's like it's like going yes. to the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> it's like fifty pages to the I menu. I know. It's amazing. Yes, yes. It's a very extensive menu, but the food is really good. Yeah. It is good. I've had it. Yeah. Now, where's Nicoletta's? Now you said Williamstown, so I got to go all the way down to Black Horse Pike. Before I get to the tolls, right? I don't want to be pay, I don't pay tolls to go over there. But have you seen I the reviews? I don't think it matters. I think you pay tolls no matter which way. You have you outreach. seen the reviews on Nicoletta's? No. I mean, it's like it is like the hot place to go right yeah, now. Because that the food is that Washington Township down there where like Bob, the Joe yes. Pan, Bob Pantano and all those uh, grease balls go down no. and hang out on the weekends? No. No. What it's township is that? Down. 
I am not quite sure. No, Williamstown, you know where it is? It's where it splits, where the where where the wreck when you go over the Walt 42. Whitman Bridge, 42, and then the Atlantic City Expressway City split Express. right there. Yes. And you yes. can go either way. If you take the if you take the Atlantic City Expressway, you gotta pay tolls, but it's faster. You can go hundred miles an hour. And then <laughs> and then if you take the Black Horse Pike, you know, you drive by all the diners and the car dealerships down now, there. Now it's called Nicoletta's on on Main. On Main. Yeah, yes, Nicholas on Main. It's uh, 348 and, South Main Street, Williamstown, yeah. New Jersey. And there uh, and there you have it, folks. There's your traffic and weather on the twos. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, every time they post something on Facebook, I'm like, I get so hungry. Just now, Gene, now, last night when the Phillies won, what, were you outside with the pots and pans banging like they do in South Philly? No, we're going to save that for when they win the World Series. Damn right. See, that's class. That's class. I'm going to be there myself. <laughs> I'm going to go there and grease the poles with Jim Kenny so people don't climb up the, uh, the light poles that brought in Snyder in Philadelphia. No, they won't do that. They'll just know. loot and uh, they'll, they'll do all the looting and all the craziness and all of that stuff. You know why, Gene? You know why, right? Why? Because everybody must eat. <laughs> Everyone must eat. Must eat. Everyone must eat. <laughs> remember that, Luis? Whatever. Yeah, I remember it. Everybody like must eat. Everybody must eat. Everybody, everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. <laughs> exactly. Well, Gina, we we are happy that we were able to wish you a happy birthday in person. We wish we were there. She's not. <laughs> She's not. I hear the kids in the background. That's you know, that Luciano yeah, there. Is Luciano there? And both of them are here. Little Luciano. Now you think that's an Italian name, Luigi? Do I think it's a an Italian name? Yeah, it's an Italian name. Luciano. Luch, little Luch. God, I miss those kids. I, I can't know. wait He's to not see so them. So little. I know. I'm not so little anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> Gina, give everybody big hugs for us. Big hugs from us to you, and we miss you. Love you and miss you. Hopefully, we'll see you you soon, Gene. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. How about about giving a roaring round of applause to my baby sister, Gina Polisi in South Philadelphia? You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shout for she lives like literally walking distance from Citizens Bank Park. Louis. Yeah, she's five minutes from me. She's five exactly minutes. right, man. I always worry about my family in Philly. I do. I worry about you, Louise. You know, because again, I'm not saying it's it's a complete war zone, but you know, if you go out at night, now you've been driving a lot, right? And yeah. by the way, speaking of driving, how did that situation that you talked about earlier that we have a development? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, some things work out, some things they don't. Yeah. Sometimes make a good. Would this one work or not? Sometimes make a shit. Just you can have this just one. Think. This one. This one didn't. But oh, oh no! Oh, it was no. such a great. No. Yeah. Oh man. Oh shit, man. Well, she was younger. Well, what's wrong with that? Well, she was just it, too nice. Just. It, we did not click yeah. mentally at all. Oh, well, no, well, you seven, she's 17 and I you're 40? Okay. I mean, what's the deal? I'm not going to say anything other than the fact that I was so incredibly impressed with her actually making the first move. Right? And, move. And, right. And, and saying what she said, I was that was classy. Right? Right. You would think that it would not. She was. So you didn't get to like second base. No, you don't have to go there at all. Okay, you don't have to go there. But she, but her, <laughs> but her reach, she, so, so a woman who met Luigi. Now, was she a real woman or was she one who identified no, no, as a no, woman? No, she was, a, she, he, 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 they had already seen Tony, him. what did I tell you, they, Tony? I don't shake hands. I go right for the crotch in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> But a, but a woman. Wait. Ooh, don't do it. Don't do it, Louise. As John Fetterman once said. A woman hey. reached out on social media, found, tracked Luigi. Tracked down him down like a because, rabbit dog. Because yeah. she was so impressed with him, tracked him down, and then suggested that they meet. And Louis, no, AJ Lopez in San Antonio, he's the best. Luigi got to second base, but Angel Hernandez sent him back to first <laughs> before he was uh, uh, he was fired by Major League Base. He won't even be allowed to buy a ticket no, to an a, did, a CS did, uh, game. It didn't work out. Then, then, but I did the very next night go out with the other one, another one that happened. Oh, you didn't see, oh, you, see, see Luigi, Luigi like sends us little previews yeah. of like what is happening. So you didn't first, send me the preview on this one. First woman I ever walked out on. In my life, walked out. Tony, Wait, what? So, wait, you went to dinner with wait. her. Wait, this what? is the second what? one or the first let, one? The second one. Let me let me finish. Hold on. So I, this this is this is this is. Let, let's let's let the audience be the judge. All right. All right. I love right. polls. You know me. I love polls. I like. We're ready. I like Mount so, Rushmores of things. I, I listen. Let radio can't exist. I am ready polls. for this information. This girl reached out to me. Whatever. Okay. And uh, she's like, "You want to you want to go hang out?" I'm like, "Sure, uh-huh. no problem." And uh, we were supposed to go. She wanted to take me to the pol- uh, police police club, the one on on thirteenth or whatever. You got to be a member. The police club. Oh, that's the one you have to be a member. Yeah, private. Like, police like, yeah. or okay, police or whatever it is. Right. Gotcha. Do they have good column? What do they have? What's the I, have, I know. I didn't fucking go in. So, oh wait. Oh. Because the door, they were better. closed. She, they were closed. She goes. She goes. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. I didn't know they were closed. I feel horrible. I said, Hey, don't worry about it. I'm like, we're wait a minute. Here. So you made? She made a reservation. 
She well, she said to meet there, and then they were oh, closed. and they were closed. But she's Follow a member. the story, Tony. I'm she's a member. So anyway, so I said, don't worry about it. We'll go down to East Pass Young. We'll just go grab something down there. Um, easy peasy, right? Stalky no Joe's. Where'd you go? No. So I go. Uh, she's like, she's like, well, you pick what you know, whatever you want. I was like, you want to just grab some, some. We go to Los Cabalitos or whatever, do some tacos, margaritas, and she's like, that sounds great. And then she goes, oh, you know what? I'm in the mood for labor too, and I'm like, when am I not? <laughs> labor too. Oh, we do love labor. Oh, it's my okay. place. We love so it. So we go down there. That's where like, you took Tony out for dinner for his birthday one year. Yeah, yes, I love that tired. place. Great. She's spot. tired as hell, right? So we okay. go in, and uh, I think she. Did you mention my name and get in right in the door? No, 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 no. no. Okay. The owner wasn't there. Uh, he's away. So she started. Um, she was a little tired. Look a little tipsy. Maybe. I don't know. She seemed now, a little She off. had cocktails or before high. a meeting. She seemed maybe. a little off. She seemed a little off. So anyway, oh, maybe, maybe we sit down. We order the, um, we order the, uh, the char- charcuterie board, right? Oh, the okay. charcuterie. Yeah. I, th- I, I don't, don't like that. Char- I don't like I let, You and I love that. I hate charcuterie. Tony doesn't like that. Okay. She's talking, right? But when she's talking, right. I mean, she's being like, like, it's the most, like, have you spoken before in the English language? Like, I don't understand. Like, God or no? No, not well. Yeah, I mean, she was good looking, of course. Yeah, but, but so I'm, that, that that doesn't make a difference. So anyway, okay. she says, um, I, I noticed that she was like really tired. She wasn't eating much, kind of thing. I said, hey, listen, I mean, how about this? Uh, I know we got some things coming down the pipeline, food that you ordered. How about we get that to go? You can take it home with you or whatever. I'll drop you off, and then we can just do this again another day this week when you get a chance to like. You know, recoup and do now, everything. What day was it? The Tuesday night, a Monday. It's a night, Wednesday night. It's a Wednesday, Wednesday night. Because she, she felt bad because she was, you know, tired and all this stuff like that. She was, she's a dentist. She was working like six days a week, so she was smoked. Was she sniffing a little with a laughing gas? While so she hold on. So, so here's, here's, here's the best part. Before you a deep cleaning later here's after the, the dinner. Here's the best part. Here's the best okay. part. This is a person who says she was tired, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And was ready to go. Said your idea is great. Thank you. That was really nice of you. I was like, I'm gonna go wash my hands because I got, you know, gabagool fucking juice on my hands. So I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'll come right back out. I'll come right back out. So I come out no more than five minutes later, right? There's uh-huh. a there's a bartender. The bartender is putting things in boxes. I'm like, all right, great, get ready okay. to go. She goes, I ordered another glass of wine. Did you want anything? I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? And she's like, What? I'm like, You're tired, you don't want to eat, but now you're gonna have another glass of wine. We just had a, we had a conversation about how this we're gonna wrap this up, take you home. Wait, did you have appetizers at least? Did you get yeah, to at least to the appetizers? The board. That's not an appetizer. That's bullshit. That's overpriced garbage Tony, meat. Tony, that's Hold only on. bullshit for you. We all like that. Getting a little pissed off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So I'm sitting there going. I'm like, she goes, "You're telling me that I can't have another glass of wine." I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I never said that. I said you can have as many glasses of wine you want." However, I won't sit here and watch you drink them. That's what I'm telling you because we already had an arrangement to leave out of here. And I didn't even get a chance to eat dinner, but I'm cutting my night short because you're not feeling well, right? You're a gentleman. That's what gentlemen do. Right. So then she says, you know what? Why don't you just go and I'll just, I'll take care of this. I'm like, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm fucking leaving. See ya. And she's like, oh, I'm taking care of this. I'm like, it's the least you could do to pay me back for the time that you wasted of mine. Have a good one. Now, was this a blind date or had you met her previously? No, wait, wait, wait. I have an interruption. Prior to you having found out that she had ordered another glass of wine, I was fine. Would you have been interested in doing another date? I would have given her a redo, sure. Okay. Yeah, because so, she, wasn't, so she was tired. Was just, she was yeah. kind. Like she was okay. kind. Yeah, she was kind. But I'm like, I'm not gonna. I'm like, listen, you did. You did the one thing that you can't 
undo. You wasted my time. You can't undo that. So therefore, you pay for that shit. See you later. Boom. That's Gone. fair. You know, and if in the words why, of the great. I'm to- that's totally fair. You don't know why? Because if it was the other way around, it would have been 100% justified. Yes. That's why. Yes. Exactly right. And, I was and, I, and I Now, agree. are you going to do a redo or if you said that's no, enough? No, that's enough. enough. That's, that's it. Enough. That's, that's it. Done. That's no, it. That's it. Done. That's it. Get out. You can't. Yeah. You can't you do can't. that. No. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. I, I'm to- Luigi, as a woman, I'm saying Tony's or Tony. Luigi's totally in the right on that one. I, by the way, I, even I Stephen A. Smith has checked in to review this date and give his approval. Oh, well, let's go he to Stephen A. Hoodwink, bamboozle, let astray, run amok, and flat out deceive. Exactly. I now, couldn't agree more. Never I, want to, I want to throw <laughs> the gauntlet out there. Is there anybody else that is in the room that would like to comment on this oh. particular thing? Or if maybe you Please. have a similar story or or a a relationship well, issue where you want some... some what is this, advice? love line? Where's Dr. Yes, Drew I'm, and Adam Carolla? I'm throwing listen, it out there really quick right now. It, listen, there's been... There's been Look, I've been on a gajillion dates, and there have been a, f- a few where they sucked, but I've, I've stuck it out, and I took care of everything at the end, and yeah. been a total gentleman. You are this, always a gentleman. But when someone says to you, there, when you agree to a plan, right, to say, okay, we are going to leave, and then you go, because you're tired, and then you say, right. I've ordered another glass of wine, I'm going- Makes no sense. I wrapped up my dinner, like, I'm not even eating right now, like, I've stopped yeah. everything to take you home, and you're going to go ahead and flip the script? Yeah. No, thank you. Sense. No, thank you. you. Should, did you finally say yeah. to her, so spare me the bullshit? Did you drop one of those on her? No. Was she hot? How old? No, what was the age disparity now? Was she like uh, you 40 and she 17? She was, or? No, she was, she, I don't, I don't think all it just matters. She was um, 36. 36. Yeah. See, when they get to 40, that's when they become absolute whores. And I mean that in a good way, not in a bad way. 40-year-old woman, I through extensive research in Southern California, wait, wait, I wait. found out that when a woman hits the age of 40, what t- how they old was just want to screw like minks. How old you know was I saying? when I met you, Tony? 40. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was like, well, I have doc- I'm going to write a book about women at age 40, I was whether they're 40 divorced yet. or whether they're single, well, they are why, ready to go why. and put out. Put out like the SpaceX rockets that launch and then come back down, baby. For the need of accuracy, I was not quite 40 yet. Close enough. I actually turned 40 on the air with you. That's a good job out of you, Robin. Or me. The You 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 know what I'm saying? I think you got me a cake, didn't you? You're damn right. Cut the cake. Yeah, you bought me a cake. As the great average white band. Underrated song. Everybody talks about, you know, the the white. Remember uh, average white band, Robin? Cut the cake. No. That's a song that's played at every wedding except ours. Look it up, Robin. Cut the cake. Average white band. Remember they did the other song? What was it? Pick up the pieces was the first average white band song, if I'm not corrected. You know, and I'm familiar with white bands and white boys, but some sisters too. You know, it's always about the sisters with me. I don't know. I just... You know what I'm saying? But I was was mad. A little mad, Tom. Oh, come on, baby. Cut the cake. Cut the cake. Give me a little piece. Yeah. Cut the cake. I want a little piece, baby. You know what I mean. Cut the cake. 
By the way, this is heavy rotation tonight at Bob Pantano's event over there in Washington Township, New Jersey. How great is this song, Bob? Then you smash that cake right in that bitch's face. You better smash that cake. Robin, if we ever get married, I know that I will smash that entire, not just a slice. I want to smash the, I'm going to do three, I'm going to go three stooges. I'm going to go three stooges up on her ass and smash the entire cream pie in her face. Did you catch that too, Luigi? Yeah, (laughs) wait, what do you mean if you're engaged, dickhead? Listen, engagement doesn't mean (laughs) that it will be consummated. No, it's already been consummated. <laughs> it's been consummated many times. No, it's not. The engagement is not off. I'm still wearing the ring. And if there's anybody that's gonna like make it not happen, it's gonna be me. Well, you know, I'm I'm I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm open. I'm open to a reconciliation or maybe uh, uh, depart- the demarcation. I'm 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 getting ordained. I'm doing the ceremony. I'm already an ordained minister. I know, I know. Yeah, but you, but can't, you can't ordain your own wedding. I can't marry myself? No. no. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yes. And it's going to be fun. I say, if there's anyone object to this wedding, I'm, just, I'm immediately going to close my book and say, I have some thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> there's nobody, to me, honestly, there is nobody better to officiate our wedding than Luigi. Ah, it's going to be great. I'm going to make you guys cry so bad, it's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, like and like and like. You better make us too. laugh too. Oh, I'm gonna make you laugh. Don't worry about that. It's gonna be fine. Really I'm, I'm gonna bring a soundboard on stage. <laughs> bring the soundboard. You gotta have that. Tony, you, do you have the ring? Excuse me while I whip this out. Excuse me while I whip this out, baby. You know what I'm saying? Goodness gracious! Yeah. Oh my god. And then Luigi will step up after uh, somebody uh, uh, gets gets crazy and say, "Now you're an asshole. Yeah. You got that? You're an asshole. Like is what you are. Like no, that. he's an asshole. No, <laughs> an ambulance chase an asshole. That's what you are." Now, you I got to rip James hard. I don't talk a lot of NBA, but is there a more despised human being in the National Basketball Association than James Harden, Luigi? Uh. I know you're a big Sixer fan, and you yeah, still trust the process. I will, I will, I will say you, you, you are you'd be hard pressed to find someone a little more despicable at the moment than uh, than one James Harden. To show you what a despicable guy. Listen, he's a great player, but the Seventy no, Sixers went from the only the team in Philadelphia most likely to win an NBA championship to can we get out of the second round? In fact, Joel Embiid was at the Phillies game last night wearing a Phillies jersey. And my good friend, Kevin Kincaid at Crossing Broad, said, uh, Joel Embiid, they're watching what it looks like to get out of the second round. Yeah, because that's what Joel he was Embiid, doing. Joel Embiid last night watched something he has yet to do, and that's exactly. get out of the second round. So then, jo- so then here's James Harden, right, who's basically been saying, I'm going to go to China, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. Then he comes in with his tail wagging between his legs, and he's now saying he wants to play for the 76ers, even though his relationship with the general manager cannot be repaired. Is he going to play for the Sixers? Of course he is. You know why? Because they owe him a gazillion dollars. So tell me how you think the 76ers, who, by the way, also saw one of the first process guys in Drew Holiday 
signed with the Boston Celtics. That's I remember when they drafted Drew Holiday, and then they gave up on him. And I remember going to a Goodwill store down in South Philly and seeing Drew Holiday jerseys all over the place as people gave up. Well, Here it they, is. They, now, they, how many years later, Drew Holiday is now considered one of the great guards in the NBA, and the Celtics swooped him away sticking it in the Sixers' faces well, and beat the Sixers back-to-back nights in meaningless exhibition crap basketball. Well, Tony, with, with all with all due respect to uh, to what happened there with Drew Holiday, it had nothing to do about, about giving up on him. He was he made the team too good. They had to get rid of him. Yeah, the tankers. He, he, the yeah, tank he people, killed, yep. Yeah, he would have he's, – he's, he's, he's a legitimate first-team NBA all-star guard at that time. Absolutely. They had to get rid of him. Um, and that shows they, you their commitment to losing. Right. And all of you slapdick media people in Philadelphia, all of you 50,000 people who have a Sixers podcast, insiders, NBA insiders, everybody with a podcast with five viewers was an NBA insider. And they came after me. They came after me for seeing right through the biggest scam in sports history, the process. Well, the best the, I had guys in South Philly, the brothers with the do-rags, those were real processes. The 76ers process, process is the most criminal, Next, not since Sam Bankman freed, screwed over all these dumb rich people to take their money in that crypto scam, has there been a bigger scam than the 76ers well, fleecing assholes into thinking that they were going to build a championship team. They are they were farther away from the NBA championship as I am the being president of the world. Well, here's the thing, is that... <sighs> and it's not my style to go on rants on a Friday night, Louise. No, no, Tony, it's, it's not. So this is a very rare occasion uh, that, that we're witnessing here this evening. The thing yeah. is, is that... Uh... <laughs> I just spit an ice cube out of my... By my second, by the way. Robin doing... Let me give her a roaring... You know, we normally rip rock, and we haven't done a bump, bump, the bump. No, tonight. we haven't, but just... But I got to give her her first roaring round of applause. We are now in round two of the Friday night vodka cran extravaganza. Now, what are you drinking tonight? Looks like a little yellow liquid there, Luigi. What are you having? Uh, this, this, this right here. Uh, this is uh, Alize. No, this is bullet. <laughs> this is bullet. This is bullet. Bullet bourbon. Bullet. Bullet. What? What's bullet? Bourbon. Bourbon. Bullet bourbon. Bullet bourbon, bro. Hey, uh, surprisingly, like normally, we have the um, the knocker room is totally full. We yeah. do not have anybody in the knocker room right now. It's empty right now. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Right now. Come on down. Good. You're the next showcase showdown, ladies. That's right. You know. Oh, no. Where, where's my music, Robin? I need the. Uh... And by the way, remember one thing, ladies and gentlemen, for all of you gender confused people tonight, right. let me reaffirm what's going on here. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. And speaking of that, how about that beautiful young dude? Pretending to be a woman. Remember the Bud Light spokesperson? What was her name, Rob? Dylan uh, his name? Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah. Guess what he just won last night in England? He won Woman of the Year from some magazine that no one's ever heard of. They fly him to London, and he's up there winning Woman of the Year. And this oh. is where I have a problem with the women's feminists. The feminists. Remember when the feminists used to stand up, and then they wore the what were those stupid outfits, Robin? The women were wearing the Handmaid's Tale. Oh, yeah. Remember, oh, the Handmaid's Tale. Women are being held back. Meanwhile, these same women who are complaining about being held back and supposedly Trump and all the other people in government were trying to keep them from having freedom. Now these same women are hiding in their goddamn basements or under their beds 
when men are taking away their rights. None of these bitches have the balls. Well, some of them have the balls, like Dylan Mulvaney. These sons of bitches are out there quiet all of a sudden. They're all quiet when it takes men. It's taking men to stand up for women's rights. The goddamn Miss Universe pageant has two dudes, including Miss Netherlands. How the fuck in the Dutch? Robin, the Dutch people should be condemned. Tony, you have to understand something. When you make a commitment to a bowling team and it's league night, you got to be there. You You can't be fucking around with all this other stuff, right? No, but tell me how feminists... Remember when feminists stood up for women's rights? Remember when they would burn their bras? Now most of these women who are out there protesting, they don't... They have like a... They, they, they're, 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 they're so fat. They're so obese. They're cows. These are the people representing... These ridiculous. women who, want, who think that they're men because they, they, they talk their dicks. By the way, in Chicago, in Chicago, two dudes... Just won the Chicago women's only bike race. I know it's crazy. Two fucking dudes go out there and they didn't. I, I thought they talked it because it's got to be talk. It's got to no, be hard to talk no. it when you're riding a bike, right, it's Louise? It's not talked. You can see on the podium, on the winners podium, they are definitely, definitely not. So tucked. these guys aren't even talking it because you know how hard it would be to talk your cock and ride a bicycle, right? That's pretty hard, man. That's that, got to hurt. That would hurt. That's you know what I'm saying? It's just What's a that? unicycle. It's a unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> you're, it's a unicycle. Like, like you're not even they're not even pretending anymore. Like yeah, if, yeah, if you you're are, right. If you are trans, right, that means you have it should. It doesn't anymore, but it should mean that you have transitioned. Exactly. Exactly. With the ED, you have transitioned. And listen, I, if you want to be a woman and you're a man and you want to cut your dick off and all, and if you're a woman and want to cut your tits off to be a man, go right ahead. But don't ask me to pay for your mental problems later on in life when you realize what happened. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. And on the other hand, John from Mayfair, another one had a seat on the bicycle. They took it off. But here's two dudes stealing the – now, this isn't one of those – you know how you run in marathons, Luigi. There's always the woman's division and the man's division, right? Yeah. And so women obviously don't run as fast as men. Although they're pretty close when you talk about real, like the the, the elite marathons yeah, in the actually, world, I right? Can, I can debunk that the elites just ran the last marathon that was yep. going off. Uh, the the guy set a world record for like two minutes. I mean, two hours flat on the, yep. on the marathon. Um, it was almost twenty six minutes faster than than, than the female. The, and again, so, th- th- so, so I mean, here's so the good thing about, about it. at least they have at least they have. Right. At least they have women's divisions and men's divisions in legitimate sports like racing. That doesn't knock the women who aren't as no, fast. No, not at all. I mean, that, that's, that's, the, that's the good thing about it. You have a women's division and a men's division. And if a woman happens to win marathons where Great. men are involved, because they don't set the women, they don't have the women take, they don't have the men do a, tw- a half an hour Lee head start, right? They all no. start at the same time, right? Yep. They all start at the same time. So there's none of this like at the women's tees on golf. The women's tees are set up far, you know, closer to the, closer the, to the tee box. I just don't understand why do why do they because there's supposedly so many of them now, right? Why don't they just have a special trans division? They should because that well, because would it, that would eliminate all the issues because the the trans people, especially the trans men. The men who have transitioned from men to women who are not quite good enough because, yes, once even if they let's just argument's sake, even if they were at the top of their game. Mm-hmm. And this is something that um, 
Bruce has said, uh, who is now transitioned to Caitlyn. Great, Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner. She now said that if she, she was the, she was the top of the top, right? She yeah, was the best when she was Bruce, as right? We all know, she but was she the greatest was, American athlete. She was on Weeds right. boxes. But right. she but, said that if she were to compete as a woman, if she were at the top of her game, if she had transitioned, like with 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 doing all the hormone therapy, she would no longer have been able to compete as a man. So right. let's just, for argument's sake, if 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 a trans person wants to compete and they were the best of the best, now they're taking hormones, they would not be able to compete as a man because they wouldn't be a good as good anymore because the hormones kind of slow them down. Mm-hmm. But they are now tenfold better than women. Well, so why is it fair to women? It's not fair. It's not. Well, so they, Tony, that's how come they need their own Tony. category. As we all know, sometimes that training slips, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on, man. You got to go to – that's why you go to Amco Transmission. Remember the boss's daughter <laughs> and the boss's son? And it, well, MCO. here's the other thing. I think that if you're competing, <laughs> if you're truly competing, you should not be able to compete if you still have all your original parts. If you are truly trans, then you need to have it all – You need to. and I don't want to have to repeat this, out, this again, Robin, but you know as well as I do. That when I was growing up in South Philadelphia in the 1960s right. as a teenager, one of my best friends yep. was the biggest transsexual star in the world. Started out as Richard Finocchio and then became Rachel Harlow. There are documentaries about her. So don't give me this bullshit. You old people don't understand uh, the sexual revolution. No, you understand I more understand. than I, else. I used to take her in my car. We would drive. I respected what she did. Because she was a man who was born in a woman's body and then did what she had to to transition to being a female. And she was, to me and to the rest of the world, look her up, Rachel Harlow. She's gorgeous. and Absolutely gorgeous. You know what? She was actually dating at one time the guy who's sister, the brother of Prince Grace of Monaco. Kelly, the the, the guy they named the Kelly Kelly Drive, Grace Kelly's brother, was dating Rachel Harlow. And nobody had a problem with it. Well, well, yeah, some people did I, back then. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I wouldn't. No, I, no. I, I, not, there was no sexual thing between us. No. We all respected her because she well, had. Because you became friends when he was still Richard Finocchio. Exactly. And you respected Finoc. the transition Finoc. when she became Rachel. So AJ Lopez uh, sums it up now. If you want a recap of tonight's show, if you're joining us late, boys have a penis. Girls order a second glass of wine. Is that <laughs> yes. what it is? Yes, it is. That's that's exactly in a nutshell. And a third. That's and a that's the read. That's that's the <laughs> that's the uh, what is it called? The Reader's Digest version of tonight's show. If you John from Mayfair notes, says right there, Tony would. No, you? I said I wouldn't because she, I didn't look at her that way. Actually, she had she had one of the great clubs in Philly. It was a three story club down on Bank Street, right off of Chestnut. You know where Bank Street is? That little alleyway. Yeah. She had the hottest <laughs> disco in Philly. Right there, and it was a three-story club. My best friend, Buddy Arneo, and I would hang out with her every night. We would go to the bar. It was packed every night. It was great. And this is the 60s, okay? This is the 60s when, you know, people didn't, people didn't, didn't respect gay people and trans people as equals. And now, you know, now the, the problem that I have is not that they want to be trans or want to be gay. I don't care about their sexual preference. Is they want to, they want to force you to acknowledge... Their sex, even when their sex isn't what it is biologically. If you want to transition, go right ahead. But if you're a dude tucking your dick 
You're not a woman, and you shouldn't be participating now, in women's is, sports. This is an older photograph of her. This was beyond, well, you know, Rachel Harlow. But this is this is her in her 40s or 50s, maybe even. I haven't been able to find a picture of her easily when she was younger. Um, she was beautiful. She was a blonde. She was the most beautiful transsexual woman I've ever seen. And this is in the 60s when doing that was unheard of, well, man. It was illegal. And she's no longer with us, I don't think. Yeah, she, I think she is. I is don't she think still she's, alive? I don't think she's passed away. But it was illegal at the time. Exactly. Imagine like, having She the, could have ended up in jail. I would say imagine having the balls to do that back then. But that's, that's, when, it was, that's when it was hard to be gay and Not transsexual in the 60s in this country, right? Now look at how far we've advanced. Now we have, which is still a minority group in this country, telling people what to think, telling people how to address them. Listen, if you want people to address you the way you are, go right ahead. I'm not going to address. If you're a dude and you're beating women in sports, you're not You're not a woman. And women who are, don't stand up for this are gutless. So I don't want to hear from the Women's March and the Women's Union and Women's Rights or Human Rights if you're too gutless to call them out for what this is. Stealing away women's rights. Are they not stealing away women's rights? By, by the way, Rachel is on your right. So Sabrina, who is another, there was a documentary made. So Sabrina's on the left with a short hair. Rachel is on the right with a long hair. And by the way, John from Mayfair, she looks like one of my former teaching priests at Father Judge. I mean, she wasn't. She was a South Philly. She went, she went actually, to St. Rita's with FYI, us. FYI, this, this particular photograph was before she transitioned. She was a transvestite, which I still utilize that word to denote a man who dresses like a woman exactly. without the transitioning, the medical changes. Like RuPaul and, is still yeah. a man, right? Right, And he didn't transition, but he's respected. RuPaul is respected. He had hit songs. One of my favorite songs, Luigi, and I think it was your favorite song, too. When you would Jay. go to the club. Sean Jay. Yeah. Can we give me that? Work to work. Work, work to the left. Work. Work to the left. Right. Back to the left. Shantae. 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 What do I hear? Somebody in the knocker room? No, I was I was shuffling and decking cards. What are you doing? What are you, play, what are you playing? Solitaire? No, I was playing pinochle. <laughs> How do you play pinochle with yourself? With yourself? Once upon a time. Here we go. Let me a little, give me a little RuPaul. Man. This is it right here, brother. Crank that. Crank that. Now, is RuPaul like despised in this country? No. No. RuPaul is one of the biggest superstars in the world. Revere. Come on, baby. Friday night. Come on. Yeah. Well, work it, girl. Work it now. Shantae, Shantae. Get it, baby, now, come on. Shantae. Don't turn, turn that down. Leave that up. God damn it. 
on now. Come on. And you, you know what I love about RuPaul? What? One of the one of the uh, statistics about RuPaul that I absolutely love what? is that if you took RuPaul in in doll fat form, you made her into a doll. Yeah, she'd be she, Barbie. She would be the exact dimensions of Barbie. Exactly. Barbie's right. dimensions are RuPaul's dimensions. <laughs> Keep that in mind, folks. It ain't real. It ain't real. By the way, Michael Sullivan checks in on our live stream. And that's what's great about No Filter because the audience participates. And then so we can read while you're while we're talking, you're talking. We're all talking. Let's talk. Talk. Not well, Chris talk. Paul. No, Chris Paul has his own problems right now in the NBA. And speaking of the NBA, did you see what happened with, with uh, some of the players this week getting arrested? It's crazy out there, man. Nah, man. Miles Bridges. Do you see that story? Wasn't he already under? Uh, yeah, but they, ar- they actually arrested yeah. him now. And listen, I'm not celebrating this stuff. This is horrible. Miles Bridges is a hell of a player. Yeah, right? well, was. Was. Well. Now, Tony, we do not have. He turned himself in today on a, after an arrest warrant for an alleged protection order. And unfortunately, you know, that's what happened to him. And now, apparently, you know, he's he's in deep, deep trouble. So the Hornets have to cut ties with him, a lot of people are saying right now. And he turned himself into the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office. And obviously a Charlotte Hornet player. Face of the franchise. Player in the, what's face that? Face of the franchise. He was the yeah, face absolutely. of the franchise. Yeah, absolutely. Remember, he, the Clippers drafted him in the first round in 2008 out of Michigan State. But he violated his domestic violence protection order. And um, he was, he was, there was a warrant out for his arrest. And he turned himself in. And that's sad. Nobody nobody celebrates this kind of stuff. Wait a minute. Here's hold on a second. He violated let me get this right. He violated his domestic violence restraining order. Which means he went he went and he he committed domestic violence again. So So no, well, no, not necessarily. On, no, he's not, not supposed to be near so, the woman that he's been charged. So he was charged. Stay away, then, he was charged with domestic violence uh, um, order of protection and a misdemeanor child abuse and injury to personal property. Oh yeah, he definitely went back and did something. So again, and then he yeah. was released on a one thousand dollar bond bail. Um, and then apparently he got too close to the mother and his children during a custody exchange and he turned himself in. So let me just tell you something when the, to me, the family court is the worst. Oh yeah. Um, and most corrupt court system in the United States. Even, and that's and, saying a lot when you consider how bad a lot of the that judges in this country there are. Is, there is so much corruption in the family court system, and it's very hard for me to believe anything until you actually have video proof because a woman or a man can accuse the other party of pretty much anything. Anything and the court, you want. Anything. But, it, but here's the thing. Once, once you have that, listen, people know. We saw the situation happen with the Dodgers pitcher, right? The yes. Dodgers pitcher who has had to play in Japan and was run out of baseball because a woman claimed that he raped her. And then he produced evidence that from her in bed video of, uh, of her with no marks on her face after she right. claimed he raped and abused her. So he brought the receipts. And now that thing is over, but, and the guy's uh, career has been ruined, and now he's playing but in here's Japan. The thing, like, I know. I know for a fact. I saw it happen. They admitted it. I saw a woman 
hurt herself. She admitted it to me that she actually hurt herself so that she could accuse her ex of doing stuff. So I know that there's all sorts of horrible shit that happens. And it's like, unless you actually have video proof of somebody doing something, I have a hard time believing anything. Yeah, in I know. I believe all women first, but you got to investigate. No, I don't. I'm, I'm, no, I, I, I want to hear what the woman I says. Do not believe all women first. I think that it is way too loose. This whole Me Too movement and believe all women, I'm sorry, it's bullshit. I know women, I know men, I know that when there is something contentious, when it's ugly, when it's a divorce, when it's whatever, especially if there's money involved. And children involved, it's even worse. I think that there's way too much ability to lie. And I think that unless you have video, believe nobody. But you can't have video and everything, Robin. You have to go to a court I, of law and go through the I, process. I know, but I, but, if you, but if you have physical assault on somebody, and she did this to herself, she physically, she took a, this woman that I know, took a baseball bat and hurt herself to make it look like Yeah, and like then they somebody. should go to jail. And she admitted it to me. So I had to go to court for it. So... I know how horrible people can be. I believe nobody unless you actually see the freaking video. Or at least you have a compelling case and witnesses. And that's the hardest part of the court system. You know what? You know who's right? You know who's right? The Penguin AZ. You know what video saved? Not the radio star. Yes. Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin. If it wasn't for our people in Arizona during the Super Bowl this past February, Michael Irvin probably would have been denied his career, shut down, banned because a woman accused him of doing something that video proved he did not do. And because because there were accusations against Michael Irvin in that bar right across from where we were broadcasting in Arizona. We should try to get Michael on next week. I'm going to get Michael on next week because I'm glad he's back on the NFL Network. ESPN didn't put him back on, so he went to work for Fox Sports. And Michael's back on NFL Network. And he's back on Fox Sports as an NFL analyst. And what they people try to do to Michael because of his previous history, that's the problem. When you have a history of, you know, unfortunate incidents, but Michael Irvin never killed anybody. Michael Irvin to me, and you know me, I don't like the Cowboys, Luigi. Michael Irvin and I became great friends when we first started working together in 2001 mm-hmm. at Fox Sports in L.A. And he trusted me and I trusted him and I was with him all the time at Super Bowls in New Orleans and San Diego. And to me, he's just a real, he's a legitimate guy. What you see is what you get. Does he like women? Of course. Who doesn't? Women throw themselves at guys like Michael Irvin because he, a, he's, a, he's a charismatic guy. And then they, and then some of them have bad intentions and try to get him in trouble trying to make money off of his celebrity. And what happened in Arizona, thankfully to our guys, helped him finally settle the lawsuit against Marriott. And now he's got his career back. That's all I want from anybody. I don't care what your race is. I don't care what your background is. If you're falsely accused of something, and luckily now in the era where there's security cameras everywhere, it's so much easier for people to get off on charges when there's proof that they did not commit the crime. It used to be his word against her word or her word against his word. Now, luckily, we have surveillance cameras everywhere so that Michael Irvin can absolutely prove without a doubt that he did not do what he was accused of doing. I t- I totally, yeah. I mean, it's, it's sad. Like back in the old days when there was no video, it was so much easier of for, course. Men, for men to deny that they did anything. That's wrong. 
but nowadays, but then there was like, so, so we, we transitioned back in the old well, days. I don't transition yet, Robin. I'm happy to no. be a man. And I'm never going to talk it because I tried to talk it before. Have you tried to talk it, Luigi? It's, it's not painful. comfortable, man. So, I don't know why dudes want to talk their cocks underneath there, man. It's painful. Um, it How sounds, do you know if it's painful, Robin? It do you have sounds, a dick? It sounds painful. Do you have a dick? No, but it just sounds painful. <laughs> like, like, okay. So do you even have, have you even talked anything? No. But well, actually, I did try to strap my breast down for Halloween one time, and that was painful. I have to admit, I I did. I tried to make myself flat chested so oh, that I could be dude. like a man. Let those puppies breathe. And that that's was, what I say. That Luigi. was incredibly painful. So I, I can agree. only imagine if you like try like like trying to tuck it, and then no, not the tuck rule, of course, which obviously helped the New England Patriots win. Get to an NFL championship but here's the thing. game, Luigi. If back in the old days, AFC it was in way day. in right. men's favor. Men could could lie and say that uh, something never happened. And people days. believe like, it, yeah, right? The good old days. Then there was a there was a time where women were becoming. More Robin, have involved. you? Are you starting a little tipsy now? I'm starting to Un notice, Luigi. Because our boy AJ in San Antonio, oh, a man who's a big Texas Ranger fan, and how about Max Scherzer saying he's ready to go, Luigi? Max Scherz are going for the Texas Rangers against the Houston Astros. Your thought? Oh, that is a huge shot in the arm for Texas Rangers. Are you kidding me, man? Now he threw a bullpen session because obviously, by the way, the best part of the Texas Rangers with Max Scherzer is that the Mets are paying him to help the Texas Rangers win a World Series. I know. Let's go, Mets go, huh? How about those Mets? How about the New York sports teams? Even their NBA team sucks. They don't suck. They're getting their asses handed to them. In the by the Las Vegas Aces in the much watched WNBA finals, Luigi. Your Is thoughts the on the WNBA the finals? Las Vegas Aces. How about Vegas? They had no sports teams except UNLV back in the day, and now they got they got hockey championships already. They got a WNBA championship. They got the Raiders, who probably haven't run, uh, are probably not going to win an, an, an NFL championship anytime soon. And they're going to have the A's. And then the Oakland A's are going to get. And it's amazing how one team, because back in the day, when a new city came on board, they would get an expansion team and they would suck. But now look at the Vegas, look at Vegas, look at look at Seattle, the Kraken. These teams immediately are competitive. Instead of back in the day, you know, where expansion teams sucked for year after year after well, year. Actually, actually, Jacksonville Jaguars and the Carolina Panthers were actually pretty good right out of the gate. Yeah, because they got high draft picks well, and they were Mark able to draft. Brunel, Mark, you know, yeah, exactly. well, that's true. That's true because they get the first pick. They get a first pick. And, of course, hitting or missing on them is the biggest thing. Yeah. A lot of teams get the first pick in the draft after sucking, and then they make mistakes, and they get the wrong quarterback. What's the thing? Like, back. People think just because a team gets the number one pick and they get a player, like it's going to turn everything around that year. Like, remember, that team got the number one pick because they stink. The team yeah. stinks. It takes time, you know? But but for for the the Panthers and the Jaguars, within the first three, I, I know the Jaguars were a little quicker, but within like the first three years, the Panthers were really competitive too as well. So it's like I just going to show you. I mean, they did a good job. Those two franchises, expansion teams. I'm sorry, those two expansion teams uh, were kind of like the exception to the rule as far as the NFL goes, at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I was. I mean, yeah. you're right. Jacksonville early, they they look great. Now, all of a sudden, they're probably going to be the, the team. If there's one team in the NFL that's going to move to London, which the NFL wants. Oh, it's Jacksonville. They're there every year. Jacksonville. That's a tradition right? like any other. The Jaguars are in London, dude. Speaking of London, we got a game there this Sunday at the old Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. You got your 
Houston Texans yeah. against your is it Texans and against uh, the the uh, the Cleveland Browns? Oh, remind me to miss it, Tony. <laughs> Seriously, Are you getting up nine thirty for that contest? No, I'll be up at seven to run seventeen miles for my training. So, well, when's the Philadelphia Marathon? I mean, will will they wait for the streets to calm down before there's rioting and looting? Yeah, that'll be twenty thirty six, Tony. Before that freaking happens, dude. <laughs> it's in uh, it's November nineteenth. And AJ Lopez points this out. He and myself went to spring training down here in Southwest Florida. We went to see the Texas Rangers. We went to see the Minnesota Twins, the Phillies, and the Boston Red Sox. And now, because we went to spring training ball, the Phillies and Texas Rangers are one series win from the show. Wow. Coincidence? Co- co- I, I, got, I, I think not, Tony. I think this is more Absolutely of a permission not. that was going to happen. I mean, I believe that I should get a ring. If the Phillies win, and the, if the Phillies and Texas Rangers are in the World Series, I should get a ring. Yeah, I mean, I, I, just, got a, I just got a, I just got a, I just got a message here, Tony. Yeah. I just came across my my. Is it my the same chick who wants to have another amazing. drink and put it on your tab? Well, I could ask him. It's it's the amazing Kreskin. He just said that. Oh, I love the amazing. We got him on the show. Yeah. I know Kreskin's the man, dude. Um, that was not, the by movie. the way, that was not fun. I don't I don't take pride, or I'm not happy about what happened during that 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 interlude during that date on Wednesday. I was not. It does not make me feel good. I was just like that was. It was kind That's of disrespectful. You're such a you're such a good looking, strapping young American. Not a strapper. Strapper. Strapping young Italian American. Look at the beautiful hair. He takes it's care not. of his body. I mean, what chick wouldn't want to bang? If I was a chick, I'd bang you, Luigi. Let's be honest. Yeah. If I was a chick, I would be. I would be like your. That's such a sweet set. I, I would be like your. No, I couldn't be your uh, cougar. I would have to be your. What's the latest one after? Tony, the, 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 I would the be your. Though, the thing is, though, Tony, if if you banged me, you'd be getting laid, but I'd be getting fucked. All right. Uh. <laughs> That's the difference. That's the difference. Oh, that's but, so sweet. <laughs> Loving this. Hey, wait. Before you go any further. Wait a minute. Lopez, if the Rangers win, he's buying a third glass, Luigi. He will buy your date a third glass of wine. How about that? Let's have it. Go ahead. Go for it. Um, I didn't buy the first one. has so requested a song, Tony Bruno. Well, you know, we don't normally play songs on the show, but Casey Kasem. Not the dead, dead dog, dog dedication. dedication. We did that last week. Scrapple <laughs> Joe has requested that we play Garrett Stubbs singing Dixieland Delight and throwing shade at the Mets in the locker room after the win. How about right. how about that young Orion guy? You know, the kid for the Phillies? Orion. Isn't that a movie company? No, no. Orion's the young guy who throws like 100 miles an hour. His dad was crying. Great story. Went oh, to, yeah, yeah, grew yeah, up yeah, in yeah, California. Yeah, yeah. And then he went to the University of Florida, if I'm not mistaken. And now he's in the Phillies bullpen, and the kid can throw gas. But well, I give the manager, I give, I give the Phillies manager credit. He had him in there the other night, and then the kid lost it a little bit. He got him out of there. Got him out. Of there. Oops. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Garrett Stubbs. These overalls, I love these freaking overalls. By the way. Against the wall all night. Yeah. Fuck the Mets. How great is this Garrett Stubbs kid, right? Remember the Phillies went through all these backup catchers? 
And this kid, Garrett Stubbs, comes in. And as, as you heard in the interview with Pat McAfee earlier on ESPN, the Phillies now have guys at every single position that are Philly, even though yeah. they're not from here, right? That, that Kirkering, that Orion Kirkering kid, watching his dad cry in the stand, seeing his, that was- his, his son going out there in a major league championship. And, and the, you know, even, even, uh, even the Braves, they have young guys who went out there. And you have to be happy that these young guys, as rookies, are pitching in World Series. I mean, in championship series you know what, games. You know, you know. It's, it, uh, I want to say something about that. That's it's it's going. It might get a little tear jerky over here, but watching that video, when I saw that, when I saw that, when I saw him out there playing, right, and then you see if they flash to his dad, he's freaking crying his eyes out, right? You know yeah. I mean? And it's like, um, you know, I I wish, like, I wish I had the opportunity. Um, you know, to have uh, to have a parent that invested in whatever I was doing, to give to be able to give them that moment at the end. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I was, absolutely. I was, a, I, was a, I was a tennis phenom when I was young. You know, my dad never came to watch me play one match because my dad all he cared about was soccer, right? So he always go see my brother, my brother, my brother, and I'm winning game after game, tournament after tournament, and never once did I ever look up and have him like see like uh, I guess like all the effort of taking the kid to all the practices, all the catches and, you know, yeah. behind, behind, yeah. The, behind the house, the late nights fielding grounders, like throwing, yeah. like pitching all that stuff. Like his, like that was a, a commutative effort on the mound that night. It all came there for that kid to be able to give that gift to his father of all the sacrifices his dad had to well, make not only all that, those but, years. But and remember, the, he started in single A this year. But having the I mean, dad give that, that gift like, back. I mean, it's not, having... it's not even that. Like, I mean, even if he didn't even pitch for the Phillies for, for one game, if that didn't happen, for for a dad to hear his son was just drafted, you know what I mean? Like you just got yeah. drafted. Like there he is. Look at that guy, man. Incredible, man. That's I incredible. mean, how can you not? How can these are the great stories of sports? That's, the, that's amazing. The story. guy's crying. His son's out there pitching, and he's crying. I mean, that's 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 what the, that's what makes sports great. While we worry about political bullshit and all this stuff, these are the real human interest stories. Here's a kid. Right, he grew up in Huntington Beach, California, and then he went to Florida. Nobody thought he was going to be anything, and his dad's out there every game rooting for him, crying, watching that. And as you wow. mentioned, your dad—you know, my dad died when I was ten. So, uh, you know, the, my biggest sadness is not seeing my dad watch me grow up as a young punk kid in South Philly, and then move up the food chain. You know, and, and fortunately for hard work and people giving me a chance, you know, excel at what I did as sports right. broadcasting. So, again, I know my dad's in heaven watching over what I've done and accomplished over these years thanks to good people who gave me a chance. All you need is a chance. If you've got talent, somebody gives you a chance, you either fail or you succeed. And luckily I succeeded because I wanted it and I pursued it. And the same thing with this Kirkering kid, man. For for Kirkery, though, you made a statement. You just said when he was in in California as a kid, um, you know, no one one thought he was going to make anything, right? except for one person, the guy crying in the stands because exactly. he never stopped being there for him. That's the difference. Yeah. It does. He had the, the only person that he needed in his corner was his father. And that's all, that's all that mattered. That's all that mattered. And it paid off. It paid off. And it's, you know what? His kid very well may pitch very important innings in a world series. Very absolutely. Absolutely. And the fact that he put him out there last night and put him out there and trusted this Dude. kid, because you know why you look at him and he belongs. You know, it's like a lot of these young quarterbacks who get drafted in the end, like Bryce Young, 
you know, and he's a CJ Stroud. You can tell which guys belong at the major league level and which guys are just just trying to figure out. I will tell you one thing right now. He's a young kid and he's got gas. You know, when you throw 100, you don't need to figure out much. Just get it over the damn plate, right? Yep. But there's going to come a time in the next year or two where he's going to have to learn how to pitch in the major league level and how to locate a little better, maybe pick up a secondary pitch or whatever. Can't just rely on heat the whole damn time. These guys are trained to hit it. But when you have that kind of – when you're that young and you have all that momentum behind you, you throw 100-mile-per-hour fastball, that ego is there, you're unstoppable when you're young, man. You're unstoppable, especially if this – it's like the right time for him to come up. Yeah, absolutely. Same thing with the Braves. I mean, the Braves have young guys. You saw the kid in there last night late in the game. And it's not that, you know, the good thing about modern-day baseball with the all the technology, are good. They are good. you know, and the guys go into the dugout and they got the, the tablet and they're seeing what they did. Yep. The technology has really helped young players, in addition to great coaching, because now we're seeing guys who are pitching. You know, there have always been guys who come in and throw 99 and right. don't know where the Gotta ball's going to go. Now you're seeing, like, great artists, you know, like Strider and, and you know, and, and like the Phillies pitching staff. Their starters are not just throwing and trying to throw as hard as they can to throw it by guys. They're pitching. They're artistes. And that's what we're seeing at this level of baseball. You're watching guys who absolutely are getting the ball exactly where they want to. It's not just like throw it hard and hope that he swings at it. It's incredible with the the array of pitches these guys throw and how they know and how the, the technology and the coaching and all the advanced scouting shows you that these guys, like, you know, like the Philly starters and all good starters in baseball, they know exactly what to throw, when to throw it, and what to expect, batter by batter. And that's what, to me, makes baseball, as slow as it moves for some people, it makes it the quintessential chess game. Managers have to make and think five steps ahead of the game on who's coming up and do I go righty, lefty. That's what makes baseball, to me, it's, it's not even, despite it being ridiculed and it's slow, these guys right now, the technology that they have afforded to them Make baseball really an, an exciting sport to watch, to watch these guys just do the best that they can. And it's See, incredible. You mentioned the chess game. It's even more than that. I mean, think about it's even more in depth than what you just said. Like, so you just said uh, between pitcher, hitter type of thing, right? So let me give you this one. Look, look at base runners. Guys coming off first. Well, you, know, the, you know how much of a difference is in a, in a chess game with the, with, the, with the runner and the pitcher when you take a four-step lead as opposed to a five, six-step yeah. lead? Is he going? Is he not going? All these other things. Defense is just slight shade to the left, slight shade to the yep. right. A few steps here, a few steps back, a few steps in. And it's 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 and it's all triggered by the each hitter that's coming up. It changes everything. And then the hitter is told how to approach the at bat differently. Hey, Lilich, what up, Lily? Lily, what up, Lily? Hey, tell me, I see you got some pussy on you, buddy. Appreciate I love that. pussy, man. On a Friday night, little pussy, pussy, pussy. Lily, look at my baby girl, Lily. That's By the way, see what we got this week, Robin. Can you get it? We got it this week, Luigi. I know you'll appreciate this, and people will like say, "What do you do? What do you think you're doing?" The other day, we we had, you know, it was sad because we lost Sir Lawrence. You got Sir Lawrence. Did you get him cremated? Yeah, guess what we got the other day. And I want to, I got to say something about these people at this. Uh, at this you got to earn. You got a bar. What's in the bar? I know what's in the box. There he is, Sir Lawrence. There he is. He stays with us forever. My man. A beautiful box. Look at that. His ashes are in here. Ashes to ashes. Dust to dust. And I got to say one thing about these, because there's a lot of great animal hospital and veterinarians out there. So this is what they sent us in the mail. Best friends, leave Paul Prince and fond memories in your hearts. Every single person at this uh, kindness animal hospital here in Cape Coral, Florida, signed a bereavement card 
handwritten. I'm not talking about just a normal stamp and paste. Like, dear family, hoping that fond memories of Sir Lawrence provide you comfort during this difficult time. It was very obvious of your love you shared. He was so fortunate to be part of your family. Thinking of you, condolences, Dr. Lisa Keenan, and every other person who worked there. Not some rubber stamp. May Sar- it's like 10 people that 10 people up. who worked in this hospital here in Cape Carl all took the time to write that's personalized nice that's messages. Nice that's that's nice amazing. Amazing. It's a nice touch. That, it is. To me, it's a nice that's touch. absolutely amazing. Like, like to to take the time out to actually personally hand write a card is is. And this this is this uh, is uh, kindness yeah. this kindness animal hospital here in Cape Coral. We've been the you know we've been the vets. Everybody's gone to vets to try to take care of their pets. But I'm telling you, these people are the most compassionate, caring people I've ever seen. The way they handled this is just absolutely above and beyond because they don't cremate there they have to send the remains yeah. to a different place yeah. that does it and they did a great job in putting this box together I mean, look at this engraved box and here's sir lawrence it'll be with us forever because you know a lot of people have to make the you know when i was younger we had cats and dogs and birds and we would bury them in the backyard you know what i mean which is yeah. fine there's nothing wrong with that no no but- if you have a backyard we don't have yeah. a backyard we live in a condo right but to have sir lawrence with us for the rest of eternity is a cool thing. Now, some people may think it's creepy. I don't. Why? Because I know Sir Lawrence will be with us forever. That's how important he was to our life. That cat's been that cat's been with you for longer than most people in your life will be with you. And your friendship, like that cat's been with you for a decade. It's part of your oh, family. You know what I mean? They made a they made a little look at that. They made a little Sir Lawrence plaque. They put a beautiful box. Now the yeah. box is not open in any way, right? Yeah, it opens. His mass his ashes are inside. Look, you okay. click it. Okay, so if you ever wanted to, if you ever wanted to, to disperse his ashes in any way, right. shape, or form, scatter his ashes if you wanted to. We're not to. scattering his ashes no, anywhere. But, I uh, believe when Sir when the Phillies win the World Series, Sir Lawrence will be there at Citizens Bank Park to celebrate the greatness that is. Are you coming your down? Team, your town, your Philadelphia Phillies. You coming down? Team. What's that? What, are you going to come down? Matt, I don't Repo- know. Matt Reposa says, I've had all my pets cremated, and when I go, the plan is to have all our ashes scattered together. Oh, that's good. Sweet. Ashes good. to that's, ashes. That's sweet. That's really sweet. Dust to dust. Yeah. I always just, I would always say this, right? When people go, I'm going to be a little harsh here for a moment. When, when someone says something to you about the cremation of a pet, right? Or whatever it is that you're doing that makes you feel good, better about the situation that you're in, right? Mm-hmm. And someone goes, well, that's weird. Or you shouldn't, like, who the hell does that? And, and who the hell does this? I, I always come back with, what is it that you enjoy in life? What is it that you like in life? Um, because whatever that is, shut the fuck up. This is none of your business. This is what I like. Go live your life. Leave me the hell alone. That's it. It's done. You don't get to tell somebody how to do something to help themselves grieve something else. You don't get to do that. Like that's their business and they're right. And they're fucking their family member. You can do whatever you want, whether it be a cat exactly. or a mother. Listen, if matter. you don't want to, if you let's, we had an option. They said, Hey, you know what? We could cremate him and then dispose of it. And I said, no, no, no. Cremate him, no, I'll pay the extra $200 to have his remains, you know? And, and again, we'll have him there. In fact, when we first got back with it, we put the box down on the floor and both Lily, his mom, and Sir Law and Riddle, his dad, went over and smelled the box. And I think that they actually realized that that was their son that was in that box. Well, I'm sure they probably did pick up on us. And I actually asked a, a tattoo artist down here that if whenever the time comes for this little gal behind me, 
that I, I can actually put Where's some Patty? of her. I didn't see Patty tonight. No, Let me see you're her. right. Actually, that was one of the suggestions. I can I actually put some of her ashes, her ashes in the, in the ink, in the ink yeah. to have it tattooed in me. And that's what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. Robin has some in her trans stamp. I mean, Robin has some ashes in her trans stamp. No, not true. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's but because, it is, that's because there, there put a cigarette can, butt out on it. That's why. Oh! You, you can have ashes made into tattoo ink. Yep. You can also have ashes made into a stone like a diamond. So mm -hmm. you can have it made into a diamond. I'm not quite going that limit. You know what I'm saying? We I have him here. Cool, though. I think that's, like, that's my boy right you there. Wanna, I, that's your boy too, Luigi. How much did you love Sir Lawrence, even though he was a pain in the ass? Sir, Sir Lawrence was the, like the most chill cat of all time. Like, he, he was. was. So like Lily, Lily's a little psycho, right? Yeah. Um, Riddle is Lily like, only comes to you when she wants attention. Yes. Although, if you yeah. try to pick her up, she's like, I don't play that shit. Get well, away from although, me. Although I will say, when I did come down to visit, um, she was the first cat who came over, and she kind of like looked at me, she's like, my man. <laughs> you know, my like, man. You know, I was like, my for a second. man. And then Riddle, we were, we were playing together immediately. And then uh, he was purring like real fast as soon as I yeah. saw him. And well, Riddle is the quintessential lap cat, right? Yeah. Riddle will come up to anybody, strangers. Yeah. He, it does, doesn't he matter. doesn't like being held, though. No, Riddle doesn't like being held, but he'll come up bit. to you and smell. He's like Joe Biden. He'll come <laughs> up and sniff you no matter who you are. You know what I'm saying? You got to pass and Matt Raposo has a great point. Aaron Jones, the great running back for the Green Bay Packers. Yes. Has his father's ashes in his necklace. Oh wow! And, and you know, and and they did a story when he lost it in the end zone one yep. night. And so everybody grieves differently. See, and again, I, we're talking about a pet, but a pet to most people is family. Is family? Like if you if you true like, I there's I feel sad for the people that don't realize how important pets are because pets can give you hope. Un, they can give you, they can't, can. They do every single time. Unconditional love. love. And if you don't recognize that, if you are unable to recognize that, I feel sad for you because you're missing out on what they're able to give you. I remember, um, I know this sounds ridiculous. And I know we're, we're over time. I know we got to go, but there, yeah. oh, there's the collar. She, she just shook her head. But I remember, speaking of the devil, um, I remember there, there were times like coming home, everything in the world working against you, your, your head is begging you to just like end it the whole situation right like it's terrible right. and you don't even want and, and you can't think about anything else and next thing you know the thought of oh yeah i gotta go home i gotta feed the dog like yeah, you know what yeah. i mean it's like you go and then you go home and you see the dog and they're like happy as shit to see and you're like all right it's fine everything's fine you know well, I mean? I mean, like, like i don't i can't remember so let me I, i'm gonna reveal something that i probably haven't on the air um, is this breaking news, Robin? Uh, no, your breasts. Tony, don't. What? Please don't. Don't do that. What, what are you going to don't do? don't do that. You're going to let those. You know, today uh, is National Broad Day, when, National Brawless Day. When I was about 12 years old, hey. I was going through a lot of stuff, and I was seriously, seriously. I'm sorry. This is breaking news. I'm sorry. I was seriously considering committing suicide, and um, I re I remember I actually stole sleeping pills from my grandfather oh, and boy. had a lot of them. And I, that's what I wanted. And I took them. Now I didn't steal enough. And when I, um, yeah. I, I'd taken them, I fell in a deep sleep, obviously. Yeah. Um, my mom and my stepdad had a business thing and I was, I woke up by myself um, knowing that I thought that I was not going to make it through that. 
my dog, Golda, was my it was a golden retriever dog. Named after Golda Meir? Actually, yes. Beautiful. Um, my dog, Golda, was the only person in the house. She stayed by my side the entire time. She's the one that woke me up licking my face. And I remember waking up to such to such misery yet knowing that there was somebody that cared about me and, yeah. and animals think, they, and, they they feel love they give love because they feel love they know when you love them and they love you back that's really all that matters i don't want to go out on a modern uh, no but, I, but, but I'm, I'm saying that that it's it's one of those things that i i people that that disabuse pets disabuse you mean abuse pets that abuse not pets. disabuse Robin. But have you been they, drinking tonight, Robin? If they abuse pets, if they are mean to animals, I feel so sorry for them. I mean, angry at them that they're doing that, but I feel so sorry that they don't recognize what those animals can do for them. That exactly. they that, that animals can save you. And people throughout the world over and over and over again have t- told it over that they have said what a difference those animals make. Yeah, and, life, and so. for all the people who are you know, the holidays coming up and, you know, people, oh, I want a puppy dad and I want a puppy mom. And then they go out and buy a puppy and then they don't take care of it or neither let it go roam in the streets or bring it to a, to a, that's disgusting. To a, to a kennel. I mean, that's wrong. Pets should not be toys. No. Pets are, are living, breathing things who will give you love as much as you give them. Even if you don't give them love, they will, especially if you're single, if you're alone, single, these are the lifelines that keep people happy and grateful to be alive. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Wait, can you, can you? And by the way, Sir Penny? Lawrence has promised us before he left that he would not vote Democrat even <laughs> in death. I know in Philadelphia, people will vote Democrat whether they're dead or alive. But Sir Lawrence has promised me that he will only Vote against Democrats. Whether uh, it's okay, we need we need the third, we need third the part. we need the camera pan down so that we can see Penny. Let no, me see Penny, Penny now. Penny's I love Penny. right now, but I, I do I do. Penny, I want to see Penny. Let me see Penny right now. God damn it! Oh my god, Penny, come here, Bob. Sir Bob. Lawrence is lucky that he never lived in Chicago because he wouldn't Hi, be with us. Hi, Penny. Penny. Hi, Penny girl. Hi, Penny. That's it. Hi, sweet we Penny. Look at that doggy. And my mom. Good dog. She got a she got a rose on her. She's good. She got a rose. Does she have tulips on her organ, though? That's what I want to know. What's that? No, that's what guys do. What's better than roses listen, on your piano, Luigi? Listen, understand something. That's tulips on your organ. Come on, yeah, man. Let's get listen, into it here. No, I, okay, that's listen. Wa- that's my daughter. Watch your mouth. All right. That's all, that's all I'm saying. All right. I got John hey, from go. Mayfair. She needs to take a dump. Oh. She does. Oh. She's gotta go outside. She take to- her out. Cash me outside, but be careful. Taking her out to take a dump. Is very dangerous in South Philadelphia, Luigi. I hear you, brother. Hear Lock you. and load, baby. Get your concealed carry. Pack it. Pack it in. And by the way, thank God that our day of uh, what do we call this today? So the the day of my, uh, not the day need, of the dead. That's Halloween. No, that's Dio Vis Muertos. You don't. Uh, you need to. Uh, I, if you, you want me to unlock and load? So you just want me to untuck it? Is that what you're saying? Untuck it, baby. Okay, and by the way, let's go, Colorado Buffaloes. I want to see them lay a biblical beatdown on those stinking Stanford Cardinals, a university that allows anti-Semites to go in there, but then bans people who are obviously scary to them. They're afraid of people who are pro-life 
and people who are pro-women in sports, but they allow us anti-Semite to go out there and spout anti-Semitic reference. So I want to see Stanford, already a shit team in the Pac-12, get a biblical beatdown by prime time and your Colorado Buffaloes. Bury those cockroaches. Bury them by 50. I want to see a 50-burger on Stanford tonight up in Colorado. And Beat those mention, sons of bitches. Not to mention here, go, here go I was going to say, we love everybody that's listening. <laughs> we love except, you the all. Sta- except the administration of these Ivy League teams who are all communist motherfuckers who are anti-American and trying to bring down this country Screw those sons of bitches. And I Screw you, say, Harvard, I Cornell, Yale, Dartmouth, Stanford, all you sons of bitches. Just kiss my ass, you bastards. I just want God. to say the, the thoughts and opinions and remarks of Tony Bruno did not like the Tony Bruno show whatsoever. That was five <laughs> rants. Did you realize yes, that you were five rants By the way, today? my opinions represent my opinions. And if you don't like it, stick it up your ass all the way up. All the way up where your wrist goes into the bunghole. Wow. Stick it in your bunghole and wow. rotate, bitches. What? Rotate. What a way to end the show. <laughs> yes, if you bet the over on five rounds tonight, you're a winner. Cash those tickets, baby. I, Elbow deep. I marked them. I marked them. Elbow my... deep into your five... bungholio. That was five Bung... full on bungholio. Today. Bungholio. We got to uh, hang out. <laughs> We gotta hang out less, man. Damn! <laughs> what are you talking about? You're the one who lets a chick buy another drink and then stiff you like a, a, a son of a bitch bastard. And <laughs> all right, I'm anybody gonna... who lets a chick stiff him for another drink is an absolute show. crumb creep coward, Luigi. I had to start the. I start over again, Robin. I had to start the end. You're a crumb creep, coward, Louise. Can we end on a? Can we please end on a positive note instead of a rant? Tell by looking at you. Exactly. I know a lush when I see one, and you're a lush coward. Crumb creep, lush coward. We didn't get a Florida update. We didn't get nothing. That's all right. We got. We just delivered the important shit. We brought you the stuff that you need on a Friday night when the world is going to shit. We the brought you the thrill, the color, the pageantry, the electricity Tony, is uniquely. I want you to end on a positive note. Yes. Rest in peace to Rudolph Isley, one of the founding <laughs> members of the Isley Brothers. Talk about great R&B groups, Luigi. How oh, great were the Isley they Brothers? They brought the flavor that you crave, them, my friend. <laughs> Seriously. And rest in peace, Rudolph Isley, the Isley Brothers, incomparable. And uh, and let's let's go Phillies. Hopefully, uh, this thing will be just about wrapped up by the time we see you again next Friday. And, don't and, for, and speaking of wrap up, wrap that rascal. Don't take any chances. And never sign up to all of Tony's social media so that you At are Tony, up to what's, date. What's Tony Bruno on fa- Facebook on Twitter, Robin? It's Tony Bruno Nation on everything. Plus, it's Tony Bruno Sports Network on the web. Make sure that you follow and find out what is Coming the latest. Soon. Exactly right. Don't 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 fuck around. No, no more rants, Penguin AZ. No, I'm, I'm done. it out, man. No, ran it, please. Five Texas in five. Let's five, go, Texas Rangers. Five in two hours is enough. Jesus Christ, That's I'm worn out. I left it all. I didn't leave it in the clubhouse, lad. Yeah. I didn't leave it in the clubhouse, Luigi. When I, I bring the I bring the funk, I bring the noise to the table. Tony, say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Good night. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. At this hour. It's still the greatest company, uh, country and company. Luigi, say goodnight. Good night, everybody. Au revoir.
Yeah. Turbo charge. Exactly right. Turbo, turbo charge. But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed.